9B championship getting set to go here at the Fargo Dome. Just about to kick it off. Cavalier kicking off in their road white jerseys. Squib kick to start this one. Kick coming down. Adam Richensky takes it near his own 20-yard line on the near sideline. Got some room on the outside. Fumbled the football. Recovered there in front of the Cavalier bench. Being alert. Talon Devine coming up with that one. And the Holsteins will start first and 10. Looks like from their own 33-yard line. New Salem Almont being led by head coach Steve Kleingen. 26th season as the head coach there. He was an assistant coach for five years previous to that. 157 wins, 89 losses for Steve Kleingen. First and 10, ball in the near hash. New Salem Almont in their home black jerseys, all black, black helmets. There's a quick carry on first down. Nice run there. Wolding, Wolding, carry his first uh, his first attempt. So I'd seen a quarterback wearing number 32. I got to get adjusted. That read but my then, mind. There, but then yeah. again, it's nine man football. Anything yep. goes on that roster. No doubt about that. Four in the run there, and they're going to use him and their tailback a lot. And uh, they're definitely, um, you know, what they're going to do. It's going to be kind of pretty basic power football. Second down and five coming up. Nice gain on first down out to the 38 yard line, going from right to left. Handoff. This is Brock Norton, another nice carry. I think he's got a first down out near the 45-yard line. Yes, he does. So nine on the run there, and they've done a nice job kind of opening up the holes offensively. New Salem, Alma had been here twice in 2016 and 18. Fell short to Thompson both years. And that uh, Thompson now up playing 11B football, as will the Tornadoes beginning next year. First and 10 from the 46-yard line for New Salem, Almont. Shotgun formation, two backs with them. Wolding will take the snap. Handoff, Norton one more time. Bottled up in the backfield, maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Nice job by the Cavaliers there. No gain in the Matthew stop there. Matthew yep, coming up from his defensive line position, making that stop. Did a nice job shaking off his blocker, so second down and 10. That's the first time here early on in the first three offensive plays, Bob, where they were able to uh, basically they won the battle up front, got good inside penetration from their uh, basically kind of their front three, and then sometimes we'll put it uh, put a linebacker there up on the edge to make it a four-man front. Just one back now with Walding. Receivers split wide each side. Ball play center of the field. Another handoff. Norton's going to try it. He's going to look to the left side. Slips and falls as he got across the 45 Going to pick up a yard on the play. Slipped down, but he had a bunch of white shirts waiting for him anyway. Wasn't going to get much farther. These teams very familiar with one another. Last year, men in a, a wonderful uh, semifinal. Cavalier won out at New Salem, 36-34. Stopped them on a two-point try that would have tied the game. So that's the last time they've met. And, and you know, two teams and two programs. Cavalier, no matter whether it's been double-A back into the early 2000s when they were winning state titles, it seemed like they've been in about three levels of football, and they've no matter what it is, they've always been successful. Good, solid programs on both sides of the ball today. Molding on third down and nine. Norton comes back in motion. They fake the pitch to him. Now drop it off. Alex Brandt the carry. Not much there. Nice stop there by Cavalier. Going to force a fourth down here, seeing if uh, the whole scenes are going to kick this one away. I like the play call there. They tried to go a little misdirection, see if they could uh, catch Cavalier and see if they uh, out of position a little bit. But they uh, you know, read their keys and did a nice job stopping that, and they'll force a punt. Punting situation. Wolding back to he'll do honors today. Cavalier back near their own 15-yard line. 
Wolding kind of angles the kick off to the right sideline. Takes a Cavalier bounce, and New Holstein is going to down that near the 27-yard line. That's where the Cavaliers are going to start first and 10. Cavaliers 11-0. Mitch Greenwood, their head coach, just his second season as the head coach, taking over this program. 21-1, not a bad way to start your head coaching career. And he took over for a real good one. And uh, and Sandy Laxdahl, who retired after the 2020 season, Sandy had... Um, going to go back to Rod Oxendahl for years for before him, and then uh, Sandy kept the tradition going at Cavalier, and uh, yeah, Mitch Greenwood has filled it nicely. Just the one loss came last year at the hands of Lamore Litchfield Mary into the Dome. Cavalier going from left to right to start this one, rolling. That's Enerson, pass going incomplete, looking for Adam Rachinski out in the right flat, unable to connect, brings up second down and 10. Like the play call early, and I think that's the with the with the weapons they have, especially on the outside. Speed is definitely the. Uh, I think the Cavalier can take advantage of that, and they certainly have the edge in that department. We'll see if they try to run inside against a pretty stout New Salem defense. Second down and ten from their own twenty-seven. Ball placed on the left hash. Anderson handoff. This is Steele. Steele working his way across. He got chipped. And taken down. Short gain on the play. Landing Carter, actually, the carry. My fault. Landing Carter. 5'10", 170. He's a senior. So short gain on the play. Going to bring up a third down and eight. Now he's going to keep an eye on Carter. Split out wide on the left side there. Is going to send two receivers to the near side. And he always got to keep an eye on Carter. And we'll watch that slot receiver as well as they will uh, basically keep one safety back deep with the Holsteins. Two receivers split wide. Now coming back to the near side is Steele. Out of the shotgun. Pass too high. Enerson looking for Landon Carter that time. Saw some pressure. Pass falls incomplete. Punting situation. So a couple three and outs for both teams. Enerson coming in, completing about 55% of his passes, 79 for 145, 1,748 yards. And a good idea there is looking for Carter in that quick slant, but just overshot him. Enerson looking to punt this one away. Ethan Mayer back deep for New Salem's going to take that one near his own 34-yard line. Heads up field, flag on the play, may have a block in the back early on. Return came out to about the 44-43 yard line. Going to get somebody in a block on the back near the 40-yard line. So first penalty of the game goes against New Salem Almont. Again, both teams coming in 11-0 on this one. to back it up from the 40. That'll cost them 10. So Holsteins will start first and 10 from their own 30-yard line. 7.53 to go here opening quarter. Both teams had a possession. No points on the board so far. So Ty Wolding brings them up. And a whistle. And we've got a timeout. Timeout's brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make the difference. 0-0 our score. It's the 9B championship here at the Dakota Bowl. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to high school football on 740 The Fan. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl from the Fargo Dome on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. 
Back at the Fargo Dome, Bob Roars alongside Brad Anderson bringing you this 9B state championship here at the 30th annual Dakota Bowl. 0-0 our score in our Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. Out of the media timeout, second possession coming here for New Salem Allmont. Quick snap. That's Brock Norton one more time. Another carry for him is going to lose a yard on the play. Great coverage there by Cavaliers, stringing that one out to the far sideline and take him down. Loss of one brings up second down and 11. Boy, pursued well. There were three or four different uh, defenders back there, Bob, and that's. I think it's going to be tough. They're going to they're have to try and get those yards, I think, between the tackles because I think they're going to try and run laterally to the outside. I think that's where the speed and the athleticism of Cavalier is going to uh, going to show. Trenton Clant comes wide out to the near side, just one receiver. Otherwise, there's two back there with Wolding. Two running backs, play action. Wolding rolling to his left. Now throws across the middle. Sliding catch made at the 40-yard line. Nice job there by Maverick Nelson. Tight end sliding across. 5'8", 165. I don't think they they make uh, tight ends much smaller than 5'8", <laughs> do they, Brad? No, and I'd say a very well-thrown ball by Wolding there. Kind of uh, had, had a guy kind of further downfield and more of an out route, but He's able to sling that one across the middle. Good-looking throw. Good-looking throw. Ball play center of the field. Third down and one now at the 40-yard line. One receiver to the near sideline. Two backs out of the shotgun with Wolding. Wolding going to keep it himself. Turns across the 40, across the 45. Ball comes loose, and Cavalier has it. Wolding with the nice gain on the play. Rumbled for about six or seven, but he coughed it up. And Cavalier is recovered. They'll take possession at midfield. I believe was it Caden Rose or maybe Levi Hinkle that came up with the uh, recovery. Is a nice move by Wolding, but yeah, somebody put a helmet on the ball and it's like Hinkle fell on it. Yeah, it was 28 Levi Hinkle that comes up with the recovery, and there's your first turnover, first big play of the game, and the Tornadoes set up at midfield. So the recovery by the Tornadoes, and they will start first and ten from right at the 50-yard line. Anderson brings him up. He's out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the far side. Handoff. That's Landon Carter. Slips and falls. Going to lose one on the play. Second time we've seen running backs slipping. Trying to make cuts here on this field today. Well, in this game. And their Cavalier would have, I'm trying to think if they would have played a game on turf this year. New Salem I'm, maybe probably hasn't. I guess I have to kind of look at the numbers here. And they would have played... Yeah, probably not. This is a new, fairly new experience, obviously, for Cavalier playing on the uh, on the turf here the last few years. But for New Salem, probably a new experience. Anderson to throw, looking down the middle of the field. Carter's got it, and he's taken down at the 10-yard line. 41-yard pass play. Sterling Anderson finding Landon Carter. First big play of the game belongs to Cavalier. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. He's going to be out in single coverage, and he should get that much of the day. And in nine-man football, you usually can't have that safety looming over the top too much. And, boy, if you get him out in single coverage, out in space like that, boy, it's going to be tough to try and defend. Call that officially a 40-yard pass play. Tornadoes, first and 10 from the 11-yard line. Ball placed on the far hash. More shotgun, two receivers each side. Enerson rolling right. Finding, open, that's Carter. Carter taken down, finally being dragged down at the four-yard line. Gain of five on first down, brings up a second down and five. Not an easy throw to make on the run and really threw a, really threw a strike. And throwing kind of kind of with momentum and kind of basically on the run that time and 
Nice grab, pickup of seven there. Nice, and sometimes you, you kind of throw to set up the run, and that might be an example there. Nice job by Carter to simply finding an open route as uh, his quarterback was rolling right. He kept rolling with him and not quitting on the route. That was the key also. Anderson's got two receivers each side. Ball's on the right hash. Anderson looking, throws, pass knocked down. Nice defensive stop there. Wyatt Kuhn getting a hand on that play. 6'4", 190. He's just a sophomore lining up at his linebacker position. He pretty much locked his eyes. He looked right the entire time as he was looking basically at that receiver the whole time. So it allows that linebacker to kind of adjust and try and figure out in time when that throw is going to, you know, release and uh, when it's going to leave his hand. And he timed it perfectly and batted it away. Big third down play coming now for Cavalier. Third down and three. Again, spreading things out on offense. Jacob Steele, the lone setback. Carter lined up in a slot on the right side. Motion coming back to the near side. Here's Enerson. Looks like he's going to try himself. Cuts upfield. Not much there. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Lost just a little bit on the play. Going to bring up a big fourth down. How big would this be for New Salem Almont to get a stop at this situation? Oh, huge. If you see if you can get a red zone stop here early and not uh, give up any points off the turnover and Kind of see that coming as he sent Rachensky from the slot left in motion to try and open things up left side. And I think the Holsteins recognized that. Made it a, made a nice adjustment and stuffing Anderson there. And again, you don't have to get a touchdown here. You can get a first down just outside the one-yard line. So here we go. Fourth down and three, almost four at this point. Anderson out of the shotgun. Two receivers far side. And now we got a false start going against Cavalier. Wide receiver in the slot. That was Logan Werner. Nope, timeout being called by Cavalier. We will take a break as well. 3.57 remaining here first quarter on our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard. 0-0 back in 30 seconds. Timeout sponsored by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make a difference. Ball placed at the four-yard line. Going to be fourth down and almost four for a first down at this point. See what they've got drawn up this time. Now, I formation out of a shotgun formation. Everybody kind of lined up tight. Anderson takes the snap. Rolling, right, looking, needs a block. Now he's in trouble. Now throws, back across, pass, caught. It's not a touch. They've got it basically just shy of the goal line. Incredible catch. I think that was Warner going up to catch that one. Jacob Steele, I believe, that came up with it. Yeah, and they... they sent the receivers they had them lined up tight left side of the formation all coming across the field and enerson off his back foot Steele was in the backfield came out made a leaping catch and with that spot yeah he did get the first down He's just he, inside the one yeah he reached the ball out he needed to get to the one so a heck of a catch and a first down big play cavalier now looking now thinking definitely end zone enerson out of the shotgun one back with him handoff up the middle Landon Carter, he came up short. No gain on the play. Nice job by New Salem. Big stop coming up off the bottom of that pile. A.J. Hines, defensive lineman, 6'3", 295. He is a load to try and move on the inside there. Big stop. And he's um, getting some looks from uh, from a lot of of college looks, especially UND and NDSU. Anderson straight up the middle out of the shotgun. He's going to come up short. New Salem Almont, another big stop on the inside. I think we may want to draw something up that kind of avoids big number 50 in the middle. Yeah, those yards 
basically between the also I'll say between the tackles, basically between the guards and center, basically. And yeah, nothing much there. They've got that bottled up tight. So I don't know if you'd maybe try and get it to Carter out in space. So you see they've got him lined up in the backfield, maybe a swing it out his direction, uh, perhaps. Steele lines up in the slot on the right side. Third and goal from the one. Anderson looking, throws, easy pitch and catch into the end zone for a touchdown. Found Steele in the end zone there as he was lined up kind of as a wing on the right side. He just released out and wide open. Great call there by Mitch Greenwood of the Tornadoes to grab the lead. So a 2.21 to go here in our opening quarter. Cavaliers on the board. An eight-play drive by our counts, and they were able to get that off the turnover. So points off of turnovers there. We talked about the key, key plays to the game, keys to this one. Well, they showed off here real quick. Cavalier with goal for two. Enerson with Carter with him. Enerson throwing into the end zone. Two-point is good. Jacob Steele one more time. How about that? So a 2.21 remaining. Here in our first quarter, our score, Cavalier 8 and New Salem Almont nothing. We'll take a short break. Back with more from the Fargo Dome in a moment. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. Brought to you by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Cavalier has just gone in from a yard out. Touchdown pass from Sterling Anderson to Jacob Steele. Steele getting the two-point conversion. Leading 8 nothing. And here's the kick. Short kick taken there by Ethan Meyer. Meyer turning it upfield down the right side, getting out near the 40-yard line. That's where the Holsteins will start first and 10, trailing 8-0. Both teams coming in 11-0 into this 9B championship game. Belleville Drake Animus Garrison claiming a 22-20 victory earlier today over Central Cass. First and 10 for the Holsteins. Ball placed on the right hash at their own 40-yard line. Wolding brings them up. Handoff. A little bit of running room. Gain of four on the play, taking it out near midfield. Ethan Mayer, the return there, 5'8", 150. He's a junior. Gain of four on the play. Brings up second down and six. Yeah, the pick six for the touchdown last week against North Prairie defensively in his first call on the ground today. Got him spotted at the 44-yard line. So second down and six. Holding one back with him. One receiver split wide to the far side. Another handoff there. Brock Norton, short gain on the play. Going to get a couple, keeping him bottled up so far today. Yeah, I've done a nice job. They haven't. He hasn't. Uh, they haven't gotten a lot of yards off of contact. They've tackled well as Cavalier, and that kind of just kind of goes back to their uh, their defensive prowess. And again giving up on the average about 65 yards on the ground so far eight carries here by our counts for the Holsteins for a total of 22 yards so not even three yards a pop after that short game going to be third down and four you see them all on coming out and they're all black jerseys black helmets black jerseys black pants and white trim a lot of pink showing today breast cancer awareness here's Wolding and they're not going to get it. Like Levi Hinkle again, he kind of sh- shot off the outside there and pretty much came 
unblocked and able to wrap him up right at the line of scrimmage. Direct snap back to Brock Norton on that play. Got back to him. No, actually lost a yard on the play. So now we're looking at fourth down and five at their own 45-yard line. Steve Kleingen looks like he's going to go for it. Keeping the offense out on the field. Now they're going to change things up. Now it looks like the punt unit going to come out onto the field. So kind of a little bit of a fire drill going here. Ten on the play clock. Better hurry. Getting everybody off the field. Now they're set. Cavalier dropping back near their own 25-yard line. Low snap, but it's handled. Then an end-over-end kick. Line shot. And that's Carter taking it. Crosses his own 25. Falls ahead to the 28-yard line. And that's going to do it for the first quarter. 8-0. Our score. Cavalier leading New Salem-Almont in this 9B championship game at the 30th Annual Dakota Bowl. We will take a short break. Back in one minute, you're listening to the 9B championship game at the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan, presented by Luther Buick, family GMC. We are professional grade. Cavaliers starting first and 10 as we get going here with our second quarter of playing the 9B championship. Cavalier now going right to left. Pass on first down. Wide open. Ederson finding the back. That's Jacob Steele out of the right flat. Carries across the 40-yard line. Out to the 44-yard line. That's good for an accent kitchen and bath. First down. Wide open out of the flat. Steele now with a touchdown catch. Gets the two-point conversion and another reception. So maybe Cavaliers discovered something here. Yeah, they've kind of. They, I suppose there's been so much focus on Carter by the Holsteins. That's left Steele out of the backfield, and uh, they've left him with a lot of open opportunities out, uh, out out in space. Anderson brings him up again out of the shotgun. Steal the lone setback. Four receivers split, two each side. Now motion back to the near side. That's Carter. Play action. Anderson throws a cross pass caught, and this one's going to go for a touchdown. Forty-six yard. No, check that. Fifty-six yard touchdown pass to Zach Anderson that time. As Anderson got free and able to get away from the defender, kind of twisting away. As Anderson on the play fake and a quick slant got free at midfield. And now there, once he beat his man, there was nobody that uh, nobody to catch him. So how about that? Fifty-six yards on first down. And now it looks like we got a two-point conversion attempt coming. Quick strike. Here in the second quarter for Cavalier going 56 yards. Enerson to Anderson. Two-point attempt coming. Once again out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. Fakes the handoff. Now rolling left then right. Now throws. Pass off the fingertips. Looking for Matthew Kina. Couldn't bring it in. And with 11-21 remaining here in the second quarter, Cavalier 14 and New Salem Almont nothing. We'll take a short break back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. On our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard, 14-0. Cavaliers just taken a bigger lead over New Salem Almont here. 9B championship game at the Fargo Dome. Bob Roars and Brad Anderson with you. Chris Crick back at our 740 The Fan studios off the ensuing kickoff. Ethan Mayer back around his 20-yard line. Takes it, turns it upfield. Middle of the field and taken down hard. Great open field tackle there. 
High school playoff football, our coverage from the Dakota Bowl and the fan, presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grades, also brought to you by Blackbird Wood Fire Pizza, by JP2 Schools, Proceed, Red Wing Shoes, Carpet World, and also brought to you by Northern Integrity. So, 14 nothing early here. We'll see if the Holsteins kind of divert from the game plan or if they still try to churn their way with the ground. Starting first and 10 at their own 34-yard line. Now going left to right. One receiver to the near sideline. Ball placed on the right hash. Is Wolding going to carry himself across the 35. Falls forward to the 36. Just a gain of two on the play. Cavalier doing a nice job bottling up those two running backs, or those, those two players, I should say, between Ederson and Carter, just not allowing much. You're not so much or you're Norton, not, I should say. Yeah, you're not going to get them behind the chains too much because they're going to pr- pretty much run the football, but if you can force them into third and seven, third and six, you know, that's something that's maybe the Holsteins aren't quite used to. Holding out of the shotgun, receiver to the near side. Direct snap to Norton this time. He's going to try the left side. Turns it across the 35, now to the 40-yard line. Side of the first down. Going to bring up now third down and four on the play. Norton running hard, but again, just not able to find that open space that they're hoping for. You look over there, there was, you know, basically three or four tornadoes. And they had about got a couple blockers out there, but a couple of guys able to come through untouched, unblocked. And... Something that you would hope would break with outside for six, seven, eight, or more. They bottle it up for about three or four, so they're facing another key third down, third and four. So here we go from their own 40-yard line. Ball placed on the left hash. One receiver to the far or near side of the field. And not a chance. Wolling had it, took it off the snap, and he was met instantly by a white jersey in the backfield. Nice job there. Levi Hinkle involved in that, 84. Yep. That's so a Matthew Kena was Kena. the one that really blew the play up. So, kicking away one more time. Whistle before the snap, and we have a false start now going against New Salem Almont. So things... Uh, not going the Holstein's way right now. Moving backwards, as a matter of fact. We've only seen them put it to the air one time, and but really just think of the ground game has been getting steady yardage, but have not been able to break much. And really credit Cavalier, and there hasn't been a lot of yards off of first contact. They've really tackled well, wrapped up well. Holding standing near his own 23-yard line. Landon Carter is back. Punt goes off the side of the foot. This is not going well. Ball drifts out of bounds. And they are going to spot this 45, 46, 47 yard line. So a 20 yard punt. And again, Cavalier, good field position as scoring drives have gone 50 and 71 yards. And they'll be about the middle of the field here as well at the 47 yard line with a media timeout. Timeout's being brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make a difference on our Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. 14 nothing. It is Cavalier leading New Salem Almont back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. First downs today brought to you by Accent Kitchen and Bath, your custom bathroom and kitchen destination. Get started today. Halftime show coming up brought to you by Vision Ford Lincoln in Wapaton. 9.02 remaining here in the second quarter. Cavalier, another possession. They lead 14-0. 
First and 10 from their own 47-yard line after just a 20-yard punt by New Salem Almont. Anderson at quarterback, 5'10", 195. He's a senior. He was a tight end last year for this team. Anderson to throw on first down. Steps up in the pocket. Now pulls up. Throws. Pass too high. Looking for Talon Devine cutting across on the near the left sideline. Pass goes incomplete. Brings up second down and 10. Had Meyer back on coverage there. But a nice job by Anderson to step up in the pocket that go around, but uh, we've seen him miss and miss high a couple of times. He missed Carter in a quick slant, uh, missing high earlier. So second down and 10 from their own 47. So Enerson now 6 of 10, 122 yards, two touchdowns. A tighter set this time. One receiver split to the near side, now two drifting out to the wide side. Talon Devine out to the far side of the field. Out of the shotgun, Enerson again on second down and 10. A little bit of pressure, now steps up, pass thrown just off the fingertips, looking for Jacob Steele, cutting open just inside the 30-yard line, a little too high once again, and now third down and 10. I don't know if he might have got his foot caught in the turf there. I'm just looking at as he was trying to get some separation. Yeah, it looked like he just kind of stumbled just a little bit. He had a step on the defender that time for New Salem Almont, but uh, honestly, that pass was uh, pretty close to being on the money. Pretty good throw from Anderson, really able to step into it. Anderson's got nice throwing motion, too. He just steps up and gets everything behind it. I like the way he looks back there. So third down and 10. Two receivers far side of the field, one to the near side. Macy come with five linemen this time. Anderson now chased in the pocket. Now he's got room to roam. Looking right. Needs to get rid of it. Coughs up the football. It's still loose. And it looks like New Salem's got it. They do. Brock Norton coming across, finding that loose football. Gives some credit to the Holsteins, chasing down Enerson near that far sideline. See who made that play. It was Norton. Norton's going to get the strip, and he's going to get the recovery. Outstanding job by Brock Norton. And partly that was a coverage sack. Just nothing open downfield, and Enerson ran out of room, and he kind of held the ball out for just an instant. The ball got stripped out. And not only does he force the fumble, he's able to find it and recover it. So a golden opportunity here. The whole team's needed that. First turnover for Cavalier in this game. First and 10 now from the 38-yard line of Cavalier. Wolding out of the shotgun. Norton's back with him. Play action to Norton. Wolding throws pass incomplete. Looking for Wyatt Kuhn, who did a simple in route at that point. Off to the left side, pass too high. And brings up second down and 10. So both teams kind of going to the air here a little bit, seeing what they can get. That's a good call after a turnover like that. See if you can hit a big play. That's something you'll see teams do a lot is that see if you can, you know, kind of get them on their heels a little bit. Second down and 10. 8.35 remaining until halftime. Cavalier leading 14-0. And the Holsteins convert here. Wolding, a little jump pass. Dumps that one off to Kuhn. Wyatt Kuhn has the reception. Short gain on the play. Picks up maybe five. Carries down to about the 32-yard line. Interesting play call. Interesting look. Yep, took about two steps in and able to flip it out to the tight end left side. And you would think four-down territory here is uh, they're sitting in pretty, pretty good shape. 
Right now about third and four. And, boy, if you punch one in here, you feel like you get the momentum back on exactly. your side. And yep. Eight minutes to go here in the half. Trenton Klatt comes out wide to the near side. Molding and Norton. Your two backs right now. Molding to throw. Pass. Caught. Wide open. That's Maverick Nelson taken out of bounds by Jacob Steele. That's going to be an accent kitchen and bath first down. Goes out of bounds inside the 20. Mark him out of bounds near the 16. They're going to mark him out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Tight end coming across the middle there. And they had a lost him as he came across the middle underneath. A little shorter route and able to get some yards off the catch there. They're into the, into the red zone for the first time with the 15. Nice connection. Kind of sent everybody else deep. And Nelson was able to stay open about five yards downfield. So first and 10 from the 15-yard line for the Holsteins. Going from left to right. Wolding's going to carry himself across the 15. He's across the 10. Down inside the five-yard line. Close to a first down. They're going to give it to him. He's inside the five. Mark him out at the four. So our new Salem Almond in business here. That's the first time we've seen them have a lot of success in running outside. He's got a block there. Looked like the tight end. Able to seal that and get him out to the edge of the first down. Nice run by Walding, his best run of the day. So first and goal from the four-yard line. Mayer and Norton, the two backs, with Walding. Walding's going to carry himself. Tripped up, no, steps inside, working his way towards the goal line. He's in for the touchdown. Ty Walding, he's in. Four yards out. New Salem Almonts on the scoreboard. Well, there's a shot in the arm right there. Points off of turnovers and a nice call by Wolding is able to escape a would-be tackler in the backfield and some tough yards there. He had to big, basically escape one defender and break another tackle to the end zone. It's a one-score game. Holsteins will go for two from the looks of it here. Got it back to 14-6. Trying to make it a 14-8 game. Two backs with Wolding. Coon comes, or Clatt rather, comes wide to the near side. Wolding off a of play action, rolling, throws, back side of the end zone, off the fingertips of Maverick Nelson. Couldn't haul it in. So the two-point conversion fails here for New Salem Almont. We will take a short break. 14-6 our score on our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard. Cavalier leading New Salem Almont 14-6. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan, presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Bob Roars and Brad Anderson back with you. 30th annual Dakota Bowl. This is the 9B championship game. New Salem Almont just cashing in from four yards out. Two-point conversion failed. 14-6 our score. Cavalier leading. Can't discount those conversions because they kind of do football math here. And, you know, one misconversion too many. And, you know, we kind of saw that in the uh, in the first uh, first championship game with Central Cass and, uh, and Velva. And it uh, came down to a two-point game there. Holding kicking off. Squib kicks going to roll out of bounds. And now Cavalier has a choice whether or not they want to re-kick or maybe take it at their own 35-yard line. Offense coming on the field. So it looks like they are going to take it first and 10 from the 35. 7.34 remaining until halftime. Our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton halftime show coming up just around the corner. Recap the scoring, some other 
stats for you, key stats from our first half. Again, 14-6 our score. Cavalier, the lead and the leather. Sterling Anderson will bring them up, the senior quarterback. Landon Carter, the lone setback right now. Tight set. Tightest set we've seen from Cavalier all day. Anderson going to hand it off. Carter's going to try the left side, works his way, still keeps his feet. Across the 40, finally pushed out of bounds at the 44-yard line. Shy of a first down. Going to give him a gain of nine on the play. So call it a second down and one. But holy cow, Landon Carter, great strong run there. Yeah, he met Meyer there, and he broke that tackle, spinning away from another defender. And, yeah, it took two Holsteins to throw him down. Tough running from Carter and really a ground attack that had been held in check, counting the sack on Enerson, seven carries for just one yard. And they've had to do much of their damage, and they have done so through the air of the Tornadoes. Ball spotted just inside the 44-yard line. Anderson, low snap, handles it out of the shotgun, now looking, now has to step up, now he's in trouble, now throws, pass incomplete. Kind of sent that one off for Logan Werner. There is a flag down. This one came kind of center of the field, so we're looking had, at hold or? I would thought if you maybe had a lineman maybe too far downfield oh, perhaps. Be. Yep. Nope, they picked that one up. You may be right, Brad. There may have been alignment that decided to start sneaking out. Again, you start drifting. They'll give you that one-yard cushion, maybe two, but if you start getting further than that, that's going to be an automatic flag. So maybe they decided to take a look at it again, and no call on the play. You know, and really on second and one, you had a little bit of wiggle room there. You had Carter out of the backfield to maybe go take a crack at it, see if he could break something big downfield. Give Anderson credit, just getting rid of it, because the last thing you want to do on a second down and one is take a loss of 11. Anderson out of the shotgun, sort of an eye formation behind him with Jacob Steele. Pitch to Steele, turns it up. He's got the first down. Cross the 45, falls ahead to the 48-yard line, and he's got another accent kitchen and bath first down. First down number six for Cavalier, and they convert on third down there as first carry for Steele, who's been used more out of the backfield as a receiver and an effective receiver there. And it's a ground attack where they don't rely on we talked about in the pregame. It's kind of a three-headed monster between Enerson, Carter, and Steele, and they both right are all in either side of 700 yards on the ground coming in. So, again, just a lot of weapons to pick from and a lot to, to try and have to worry about in trying to game plan for this team. First and 10 from their own 48-yard line. Two receivers each side, split wide. Ball placed on the left hash. Enerson, straight drop out of the shotgun. Pass, looking deep down the middle, too far. Looking for Carter. Got beyond the defender. That was Landon Tellman uh, covering there for New Salem-Almont, but there is a flag down. Personal foul going against New Salem-Almont. Did they rough the passer, perhaps? They did get him. Not sure who the culprit was on that one. We'll take a look here on the replay. Oh, that's Wolding. Yeah, that's just a bad decision there by Ty. Yeah, he'd already released the ball, and then he tried to grab him around the waist and kind of spun him down, but that was at least a second or two after uh, Enerson had released the football. Maybe okay to bump him, but probably not throwing him to the ground. Enerson. On first down, rolling right, still looking downfield. Now going to keep it himself and taken down. Well, maybe got close to the line of scrimmage. Got back inside the 40-yard line. 
Able to crawl away from the defender on the outside, and that's one thing. I don't know if it's just some, nothing open downfield, but we've seen that's two or three instances here in the first half where Enerson has held onto the ball for an awfully long time. Here's one thing he does well. I mean, he's great at creating plays just by stringing things out a little bit. The one time, well, the one time he kind of held on for a little too long resulted in a sack and a turnover. Right. Second down and 10. No gain on the play. Ball spotted at the just inside the 37-yard line of New salem Almont. Two receivers to the near side. Devine goes back the other way. Now Steele's got the carry. Managed to turn up. He's going to get a yard. Tried the right side. Great job by New Salem stringing that one out. White Coon on the stop. Comes up grabbing his right arm. Took a little bit of a stinger on that play. So brings up third down and nine. Another big third down play coming here for Cavalier. They are two of five on third downs today. And, yes, so you see, you try and extend this drive a little bit and see if you can answer back after the Holsteins uh, took advantage of a turnover and scored. Eight-point game. Ball set on the right hash. Third down and nine. Enerson throwing out of the shotgun. Going to look. Left side, looking for Carter. Passes caught at the 10-yard line. Landon Carter went up and simply beat the defender. Tellman on the coverage, but Carter simply boxed his man out, made the catch. Yeah, you're talking about in basketball, blocking your guy out, and he certainly did. And, you know, he's just tough to try and defend out in single coverage. And, honestly, the coverage wasn't bad. It was just a really good inside position, good move by Carter, and a nice grab. First and goal from the 10-yard line. Nose of the football just inside the 10. Tornado's looking to punch another one in. They lead 14-6. Ball on the left hash. Three receivers to the far side of the field. Steal the lone setback. Enerson's going to throw. Now steps up in the pocket. He lost the football again. Picks it up off the turf. Pass caught. No, incomplete. Looking for Jacob Steele off his fingertips. He was near the three-yard line. Steele unable to hold on. That play got blown up in a hurry. I mean, Enerson does a great job, again, just extending plays, but, man, dangerous throw off the fingertips incomplete. He held the ball out, and Alex Pittman, the defensive lineman, reached out and knocked it free. It was on the turf for a second or two before Enerson scooped it up and nearly nearly turned it into positive yards. Second and goal from the 10. Two receivers wide. Enerson is going to pitch it ahead. This is Steele. Working his way across the 10-yard line. Works his way to the 5. Finally knocked down near the 2-yard line. Nice run by Jacob Steele. Going to say down to the 3. Take it down to the 3-yard line. Steele with a touchdown already today. Nice effort on his part. Brings up now third and goal from the 3-yard line. Yeah, he called that a pass as he kind of pitched it sure. forward. It was meant to be, really meant to be an option, but he got ahead of Anderson there, so just able to shovel it forward. And, yeah, here right hash third and 3, and, I'll see where they uh, see where Carter is. They kind of line him up left side of the formation. Looks like he's in the slot. Inside of four minutes to go. Whistle, and we've got a timeout on the field. New Salem, Almont, taking a timeout here on our vision. Ford Lincoln and Wapenden scoreboard. 3:48 remaining until halftime. Our score: It's Cavalier 14, New Salem, Almont six. Back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 7:40. The fan. New Salem, Almont calling timeout. 3.48 remaining until halftime. Third and goal coming here for Cavalier, leading 
Timeouts presented by West Funeral Home, live tribute center. West Fargo and Castleton, little things. 295, he is a senior. Outstanding Central play there to blow that one up. Work. Yeah, he just pushed aside. They had Steele to try and add Anderson taking the snap out of the shotgun. Up up he now he's in trouble going down. They get to Anderson for the second time the nine-yard line. Well, Swallowed up on the play for Javelier. got him. And Mitch Greenwood's going to take a timeout as well. He's going to talk about a 320 to go. Somebody's got to stop the clock. There we go. Got that taken care of. 318 remaining until the half. 14-6 on our Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. Cavalier leading New Salem Almont. We'll break for 30 seconds. Back with more from the Dome in a moment. Timeouts brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make a difference. Back at the Fargo Dome. 318 remaining here in the second quarter. 14-6. Cavalier leading New Salem Almont in this 9B championship game. Two more games coming your way this afternoon on the fan. This afternoon and tonight, I should say. Cavalier facing now fourth and goal from the nine-yard line. Trying to punch one in. They were down to the three. Took a loss on the last play. Here's Anderson out of the shotgun. Rolling, throws, pass towards. No, it's picked off. Picked off near the five-yard line. And now we've got a man loose down the far sideline. Outstanding play. Ethan Meyer with the interception. He had the pick six last week in the win over North Prairie in the second half. And that time they got enough heat on Anderson, so he forced a throw off his back foot, threw that one up for grabs, and even if it had been caught by the Tornadoes, it was going to be shy of the goal line. So Meyer with the pick and then able to escape in a nice return. That's over 35 on the return. And, well, turnover there, red zone stop, and all of a sudden Holsteins with... Two timeouts left, still plenty of time and decent field position. Starting first and 10 from their own 39-yard line. Second turnover for Cavalier. Here's Wolding, going to try the left side. Turns it across the 40 near the 44-yard line. Gain of five on the play. Brings up second down at five. Inside of three minutes remaining now until halftime. So a couple of turnovers. The game's kind of turned on its heel a little bit here Bob as uh, looked like Cavalier was going to you know run away and hide and red zone stop there and all of a sudden Holsteins have a chance to punch one in maybe cut it to two or perhaps tie it before the half. Well, it's one thing to give up the interception but it's another thing to allow that return to come out as far as it did. Good field position here for New Salem Almont. Second down and five from their own 44. Wolding play action. Now looking left side. It's going to run it. In trouble, cross the 45. He's close to a first down. It's going to be just shy. They've got him marked at about the 30 or 48-yard line. So Wolding on the carry, gain of three on the play. Started left and made a nice adjustment inside, sidestepping one defender and bouncing off another would-be tackler for an extra yard. And third and short coming here as the clock continues to run. Two minutes to go before halftime. Third down and a yard. They trail 14-6. Both teams unbeaten coming into this one. Both teams 11-0. Kane Grinsteiner comes wide to the near side. Another receiver to the far side of the field. Wolding. Now looking. Now he's going to run left. He's got the first down. He's across the 50, the 45. Finally taken out at the 41-yard line of Cavalier. That's another accent. Kitchen and bath first down. Nice job by Ty Wolding, the quarterback. And a good block downfield to give him some extra space. Kind of see who that was as he was able to evade pressure in the backfield. And actually it was Norton that came out and threw a nice block, which really 
got him free down the sidelines for about four or five extra yards. You know, it's one thing about nine-man football. You've got those two less defenders to worry about, and when you get space, you've got room to run. Grinch Center comes wide to the near side. Holding out of the shotgun. Golding's going to try it again to the left side. Across the 40-yard line, across the 35, shy of a first down, but a big gain. Ty Wolding getting things going. They found something on that left side of the line. And they're using Norton again. We, we talk about him as a ball carrier. That's two times with, uh, with, a, with a nice lead block. Minute 14 to go until the half. Going hurry up offense now. Wolding's got him set. Out of the shotgun. Nope. A little false start going here. It's going to cost them five. Somebody wasn't set on that offensive line. We talk about getting in rhythm offensively, and that's just one thing that can just throw you off as a penalty like that. You're starting to get some yards and chunks, 11 yards, and then 9 yards, and then all of a sudden just something like that. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it's enough where it can throw you off and kind of just disrupt the flow of the offense. Negates a nice run by Wolding on first down. So instead of a... Second down and one or even two yards, and now another whistle coming, and with a minute eight to go, Salem Olmont is going to call a quick timeout here. We'll keep it here, Brad. Look forward to, well, obviously our halftime. Then we've got two more games today, some big ones today. Fargo North, kind of a surprise. There they are in 11B, getting their appearance. They're going to take on defending state champ Jamestown, and then, uh, the big double-A game tonight as well. Let's talk about Bismarck Century. I don't know how they do it, but they find a way every year, don't they? This year coming in as an, as an eight seed, two upsets, and here they are playing for another championship yep, game. Started 0-5, but uh, you know, defensively they've just been outstanding. They forced a whole handful of turnovers against Cheyenne. You shut out a Davies offense. It's very high-powered, and it really starts with defense and just enough offensively, Bob, that they've just you now. They're going to get a real tough test here from Shanley. Since Shanley's gone to that no-huddle up-tempo offense and yep. really gone no-huddle, um, they can get down the field. They've got two big targets in Hakim and Kraft, and they've got Oshak, and they got a lot of weapons, and it's definitely going to be the biggest test for Century here later tonight. Minute eight to go here in the second quarter. Second down and six. Wolding, throwing, pass, caught. Wyatt Kuhn, another reception. That's another accent. Kitchen and Bath first down. Got him knocked out of bounds at the 24-yard line. First and 10. New Salem Almont. Holstein's driving, keeping this one alive with a chance to put points on the board before halftime. Boy, really throws a nice ball. We've talked about that. He's 4 of 5 for 47 yards passing, but, but that right on target with the tight end releasing out in the edge. First and 10 from the 24-yard line of Cavalier. 101 remaining. Kuhn comes split to the near sideline, standing near the 25-yard line. Molding out of the shotgun, screen pass set up. This is Norton. Norton turns it up. Slips, falls. No, keeps his feet somehow. No, he was blown dead. Second time we've seen him slip on running plays today. Going to be a short gain, maybe two on the play. I think he was trying to stop and cut, and then I don't know if he had a seam in the turf. Or yeah, he was trying to put the brakes on and slip just enough. And not able to get out of bounds to stop the clock. So clock continues to run. 35 seconds to go in the half. Holding out of the shotgun again. Pump fake. Looking deep. Looking. End zone. Pass is intercepted. Intercepted by the Cavaliers. Returning the ball. That's Carter. 
out across the 20-yard line now, out across the 30, and finally taken down at his 35-yard line. Big play for the Tornadoes. Landon Carter, the pick at the end, uh, at the end zone. First and 10, Cavalier from their own 35. Kuhn put his hand out, and I think Wolding saw that, but he didn't He didn't see the uh, safety help up over the top that time as he threw that one up for grabs, but it hung up in the air, and Carter anticipating that with the pick. And a nice return. Carter with that return over 30 yards, and all of a sudden Cavalier comes up with a big stop, and barring something real catastrophic here, he's going to go into the, uh, into the half of the lead. Shotgun formation with the Anderson, just 16 seconds remaining, and now New Salem Omont's going to take a timeout here, their final timeout here of the first half. 14-6 our scores, we'll keep it here. Wolding is fourth interception thrown this year for New Salem Omont. I'm sure yeah, he saw Kuhn and thought, well, I can get it to him, but he didn't have a real big window to try and deliver that ball and really anticipating well was Carter. North Dakota State College of Science is a two-year college with a full college experience that helps you prepare for your future in great paying careers in a wide range of high demand industries with more than 90 academic options to choose from NDSCS will help you become career ready in just two years. Industry partners, state-of-the-art equipment and knowledgeable instructors help you succeed and open doors to a 97% placement after graduation. Take classes in Wapiton, Fargo, or online. Your future starts at NDSCS, and we know college is an investment in your future. That's why NDSCS provides affordable tuition and more than $1 million in scholarships to students. In fact, 74% of students attend NDSCS tuition-free through scholarships, sponsorships, and grants. Visit ndscs.edu today to schedule your visit or check out their virtual tour. Enerson taking down on first down. Falls ahead to the 42-yard line, and a final timeout coming the way of Cavalier. Their final timeout. Just seven seconds remaining here until halftime. Tell you what, defensively, the coverage downfield, Brad, really has been outstanding for both teams. You've got, you know, quarterbacks rolling out and just can't find anybody open downfield. They've hit a couple, but not many. And as the game has progressed, Bob, they have put more heat on Enerson, and it, it, it does work hand in hand. There's just been nothing open downfield, and we've, we've seen Cavalier have success. It's been on shorter kind of timing routes. That touchdown pass was just basically a quick slant that you're able to make, make a guy miss and score, but I think the fact that between Hines and the front line of the Holsteins, they put more heat on Enerson. He's been forced to hold on to the ball too long at times and has gotten himself in trouble trying to make some plays, and that's really, really gone together hand-in-hand. Seven seconds remaining. It's 14-6 lead for Cavalier over New salem Almont. Second down and eight. Enerson out of the shotgun. Motion back to the near side. Enerson to throw. Looking downfield. Now chased out of the pocket and now going down. That's the lateral. That's technically a fumble recovered by Cavalier. As Ethan Longteam came up with it, that was dangerous by Enerson. That could have been disastrous. And there's Hines in the middle again that forced him, yeah, into, into a throw that didn't need to be made. And, and the coaching staff's going to tell him that, too. It's like, hey, you got to be a little smarter with the football. All right. Well, our Vision Ford Lincoln in Wapiton halftime show is right around the corner. Our score at halftime on our Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard in our 9B championship. Cavalier 14 and New Salem Almont 6. Back in one minute, you're listening to high school football on 740 The Fan. 
Anderson brings him up again out of the shotgun. Steal the lone setback. Four receivers split to each side. Now motion back to the near side. That's Carter. Play action. Anderson throws a cross pass. Caught. And this one's going to go for a touchdown. 56-yard touchdown pass. To Zach Anderson that time. As Anderson got free and able to get away from the defender, kind of twisting away. As Anderson on the play fake on a quick slant got free at midfield. And now once he... Beat his man. There was nobody that uh, nobody to catch him. At our halftime show, brought to you by Vision Ford Lincoln in Wapaton, proud to sponsor North Dakota and Minnesota high school football and all athletics. Drivewithvision.com. Bob Roars, Brad Anderson, with you. Halftime, 14-6, our score, and uh, Cavalier with that uh, lead over New Salem Almont, 14-6. And uh, to recap the scoring. In that first half, uh, it was Cavalier scoring first, which is 221 remaining in the first quarter. Jacob Steele is a one-yard touchdown toss from Sterling Enerson, wide open in the end zone. Steele adds the two-point conversion on another toss from Enerson. It was 8 nothing at that point. Move on to the second quarter, Cavalier, in that uh, highlight that you just heard, a 56-yard pass from Sterling Enerson to Zach Anderson. Just a simple out route. Anderson beat his man and then a race to the end zone. And a two-point conversion attempt failed at that point. It was 14-0 Cavalier. And uh, we were kind of getting the idea that Cavalier was going to start running away with this thing. But then off a turnover. Sterling Anderson uh, rolling to his left, stripped uh, by Brock Norton. Norton makes the recovery at uh, the 40-yard line of Cavalier. And then Ty Walding caps off a drive, a four-yard touchdown run. The two-point attempt failed. It was 14-6 at that point, seven and a half to go. Teams kind of went back and forth at the end of the half. Defense seems to be tightening up here a little bit, Brad, as they're getting after the quarterbacks a little bit. Yeah, I say that, I would say that the uh, Holsteins have really done that. They've gotten a little heat on Anderson, which has forced a little bit, uh, kind of forced him into some mistakes. He's maybe trying to do a little too much of the football a little bit. And, yeah, the game kind of turned on its heel a little bit. New Salem-Almont uh, getting uh, getting that fumble. What a great play to... Uh, by Norton to set up a short field and they score forcing another turnover as well but they give it back but you know despite that you look at the um, total yardage here in the first half 158 for Cavalier 124 for New Salem Almont and um, you know that's certainly a factor turnovers have kind of kind of gone each way two turnovers each side and really a lot of those big plays came early on Uh, it was they did a much better job kind of starting with that offensive pressure a little bit. Enerson's missed a couple of throws as well that uh, could have been potentially big plays. And, you know, a lot of things didn't go the Holstein's way early on, but still very much in it. And I'll uh, see if they can get a stop here. Cavalier will get the second half kickoff. Well, it was looking like Cavalier was going to cash in one more time at the end of the half, but then on a fourth and goal from the nine, it was uh, Ethan Mayer coming up with the big interception. Nice return, getting it out uh, near the 35 or 40-yard line. But uh, Wolding, unfortunately, kind of throwing one up for the grabs there and uh, give some credit. Landon Carter stepping in front of one at the end line, or at the uh, at the goal line, I should say, and uh, with a nice return out. So, yeah, back and forth. The turnovers are a problem. We talked about turnovers are always a big deal, especially in championship games. They just get magnified that much more. And, uh, yeah, take care of the football. We'll see how this will, will uh, end up. Cavalier will get the ball to start. Um, in the second half. We will take another short break on our vision for Lincoln and Wapton halftime show. 14-6 Cavalier leading New Salem Almont. Back in two minutes, you're listening to our halftime show and Dakota Bowl uh, 30 here at the Fargo Dome. You're listening to High School Football on 740thefan.com. 
Peterson to throw, looking down the middle of the field. Carter's got it, and he's taken down at the 10-yard line. 41-yard pass play. Sterling Anderson finding Landon Carter. First big play of the game belongs to Cavalier. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. And back on our Vision Ford Lincoln halftime show, I want to make sure we mention our sponsors of the 740 The Fan Vehicle that puts on a lot of miles during this high school sports seasons, and they include Muscatel Ford, Linex, Olsen Pools and Spas, CI Sport, Tommy's Express Car Wash, and Satellite Solutions. Thanks for helping make these broadcasts possible. 14-6 our score in the 9B title game here at the 30th annual Dakota Bowl. 14-6 Cavalier leading New Salem Almont. Brad checking the uh, the halftime stats here. And uh, well passing the ball. Again, you know, Sterling Anderson, 8 of 17, 148 yards and a couple uh, touchdowns, but one costly interception. Ty Wolding, 6 of 8. So the quarterbacks, you know, getting the job done. But, again, the pressure's uh, coming up a little bit defensively from both teams. Coverage has been excellent downfield, um, and that pass rush, and it's been causing problems on both both teams. Yeah, for the most part, but I think it seems like uh, with Cavalier, it's as Enerson uh, has, you know, has put the ball on the ground a couple of times, lost one on a sack, and, uh, but, you know, Wolding, you know, they're not looking to throw it unless they have to, maybe go play action on first down once in a while or maybe on third down, but he's been effective throwing the football for a team that maybe averages roughly about seven to eight attempts per game, and, I think the one thing, uh, running the football, Wolding's, you know, done a nice job. But, yeah, right there, Brock Norton, who came uh, came in nearly 1,500 yards on the ground, has been held in check. And Jacob Steele, Landon Carter on the other side for Cavalier. They've been held in check. Uh, Steele, three carries, just 11 yards. Landon Carter, just four carries for 10 yards. So, yeah, this uh, this is not how things were drawn up uh, in the pregame. Each coach, I'm, I'm guessing, thinking he could get, get his studs out, you know, in open space a little bit that's not happening today this has really kind of become a uh, kind of a defensive slugfest in a lot of ways well and really they have made cavalier very one-dimensional on offense which is not i mean yeah they want to throw the football but uh, you know they they run for over 2,000 yards as a team so i mean they really have taken some things away from them absolutely receiving wise uh for cavalier landing carter four catches for 73 yards zach anderson uh, one catch for 56. That was a big one. That went for a touchdown. Jacob Steele, three catches for 19 yards and one touchdown. Uh, meanwhile, for New Salem Almont, Maverick Nelson, a couple catches for 27 yards. White Coon, two for 21. Alex Brandt with a catch. Brock Norton with a catch uh, for little or nothing. Uh, but Ty Wolding, well, he's kind of in the show right now. Ten carries for 54 yards. He's been about the one player offensively running the football that's been able to see things, and even that, the majority of that was coming here late in the second quarter. Yeah, I say we started to get a little bit of rhythm going, and you go back to the drive that eventually ended in a, a turnover. They were starting to get some yardage in a little bit uh, bigger chunks. We saw a pickup of nine, pickup of 11, then they got back up, backed up behind the chains and eventually led to a turnover there. But, yeah, you're right. Both uh, teams have been very, uh, very stout on the ground game. Okay, both of these schools, they've been to this game before so we can't really say it's the pressure of the dome and the pressure of state championships they know how to do that steve kleingen you know 26 seasons mitch greenwood you know just in his second season but yet the program in general uh, with cavalier um, has been outstanding through the years so um all right so what's the message as a coach what are you telling your kids to come out here in the second half well i think uh, ball security taking care of the football is going to be very key as well and uh, and i think you got to try and Make a, make a statement early on. It'll be Cavalier ball. And do you try to 
do you maybe try to establish the passing game to see if you can open things up on the run? Or do you? I, I still think you got to get uh, the ball to your playmakers. We saw that from time to time with Carter. He ended up with four receptions and over 70 yards in the first half, but then there were times you just feel like he wasn't there and right. weren't looking his direction a whole lot. So, you know, they had the big play to Anderson for a touchdown. I still think if they can get the ball to the outside, if they can get their, get it to their playmakers in space, I think that's that could be the X factor for Cavalier. Well, it was a wild uh, game in game number one uh, this morning, the 11B championship game uh, being played, and uh, a late stop with a minute to go with a uh, fourth and goal from the one-yard line for um, uh, for Central Cass. Big tackle there by Braden Selzler and uh, Velva, Drake, Animus Garrison coming up with a 22-20 victory in the 11B championship game today. That was outstanding. It was, it was a great finish, again, coming down to just a minute left. Um, congratulations to both of those schools for great season. Central Cass making that late run, finishing the year 9-3, and three, but for Velva, Drake, Animus Garrison, outstanding finish. They finished their season 13-0. 13-0, I think, is where they, they finished yep, with that victory. And, yeah. and beat some real good teams out west. Dickinson Trinity, you beat a team that's been to the Dome many times in Hillsborough Central Valley, and you beat uh, you beat a team that was the hot hand coming in at Central Cast. Comes down to one yard and fourth and goal uh, at the one. And, you know, I was, uh, ran into some Central Cast fans when I was down between games, and, you know, one said, God, maybe we should have tried the field goal there. You had Verkota out there. Yep. The one thing that, you know, I think that maybe came into play, you would have been on the left hash. It would have been a tough angle to try and kick that field True. goal. Yep. And I think the other the other feeling is, and I think it's a feeling that I'm sure that what Tommy Butler and the Squirrels thought, we need one yard. We can get one yard. We, uh, at times, carved up this defense at, at times. If we, we need to get one yard to win a title, and if we can't, Tip of the cap to to the uh, to the Aggies. Yep. So a lot of what ifs coming no in, else. and it's going to be discussed at the Saturday morning coffee, I'm <laughs> guessing, in in Castleton and many other spots around the area tomorrow. So two other championship games to be decided after this one is complete. The 11A final uh, coming up after this. Jamestown and Fargo North getting set to kick off right around three o'clock today, and then the 11 AA final, the resurgent Bismarck Century Patriots taking on Fargo Shanley. That game's set to kick off right around 6.40 tonight here inside the Dome. So looking forward to it. We will take another short break here. We're at halftime of Dakota Bowl, our 9B final. And that wraps up our Vision Ford Lincoln halftime show. Vision Ford Lincoln in Wapaton, proud to sponsor North Dakota and Minnesota high school football and all athletics, drivewithvision.com. We'll take another short break. Back in a minute, or back in two minutes maybe here with the second half kickoff, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM, presented by Luther Family Buick, GMC. We are professional grade. Bob Rose and Brad Anderson back with you. Dakota Bowl, the 30th annual Dakota Bowl here at the Fargo Dome. Halftime score, Cavalier 14, New Salem Almont 6. Getting set to kick it off, Cavalier take possession here and receive the second half kickoff. Touchdowns for Cavalier, Jacob Steele. One-yard touchdown toss from Sterling Enerson. And also a 56-yard Sterling Enerson to Zach Anderson connection. Gave Cavalier a 14-0 lead. And then uh, New Salem Almont coming back with a touchdown late. In the second quarter, Ty Wolding going in from four yards out, camping off a 40-yard drive after a turnover, after a fumble recovery by Brock Norton. And that's where we are at right now. 
Two other games coming your way. Jamestown, Fargo North squaring off in the 11A championship and 11AA starting at 640 this evening. Slated for kickoff there with uh, Bismarck Century taking on Shanley High School. Shanley, that high-scoring offense. Shanley's put 70 points on the board against Mandan yeah, this year. St. Mary's. Or St. Mary's, had, rather, yeah. Yeah, they had a huge uh, comeback. They were down two scores, 21-6 at one point, and they outscored the Mandan Braves. Another offense can certainly put up uh, some serious numbers offensively. Outscored them 32-6 in the second half at Mandan to avenge one of their two losses this year with the uh, win over the Braves last Friday, and yeah, that's an offense when they when they get going, it's tough to keep up with, but boy, they are fun to watch. Yep, absolutely. Getting set, just kind of waiting for TV folks to join us again. Of course, those games are all televised. WDAY's got those today. Give them a little shout-out for their coverage that they've got going on here. Want to say thanks for joining us today here on 740 The Fan. Long day of football. Brad Anderson pulling the long shift today. <laughs> Starting yep. at 9 o'clock. So you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner yeah, here today much. at the Dome, get right? three meals at the Dome. Yeah, there you so go. So far, it's been two cookies and a Hershey bar. There. So, uh, living large, man. That's right. That's what we do. Living the dream. Glamorous life of radio play-by-play, <laughs> people. There you go. Ty Wolding set to kick it off for New Salem. This is Landon Carter taking it near his 15-yard line on the one hop. Slips, falls, and taken down near his 31, and that's where Cavalier will start the second half. Carter, rather quiet first half, running the football, though he did have four receptions, good for 73 yards in the first half. Be curious to see if they maybe try and go some timing routes, maybe something shorter, maybe you try and get a pass out of the line and get Carter or some of your playmakers in space. Curious to see what, if any kind of uh, adjustments that uh, Mitch Greenwood makes here for uh, the Cavalier offense. Just underway, first and 10 here in the second half. First and 10 for Cavalier at their own 31. Enerson, as usual, out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. Enerson kind of riding Carter, now keeping himself. Carries out to the 35-yard line, running that read pass option offense. Short gain, brings up second down and six. But, you know, it doesn't seem like much, but it's a nice call there. You've got to respect Carter and anytime he's near the football and you know, nice pickup, four yards, and good start to the second half here for Cavalier. Maybe sometimes you got to remind your offensive line, you know, what are you getting away from? You know, what's worked for you all year, and why are we are we overthinking this a little bit? Sometimes going a little more simple works just fine. Carter goes in motion to the far side. Now they're going to swing the pass out to Landon Carter. Little jump step, nice defensive stop there. Wyatt Kuhn was there to blow that one up. Kuhn, 6'4", 190, just a sophomore, but played that one well. A little swing pass out to Landon Carter. And he was able to fight off the blocker there. They had set uh, they had set up Steele out to try and get a block to the outside and really pursued well, and nice job there to tackle well on Carter in space and third and five all of a sudden. So another big third down coming up here for Cavalier. Led 14-0. New Salem Almont adds a touchdown late. About midway through the second quarter, I should say. Anderson brings him up again out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. Ball placed on the right hash. Low snap. Skips through the legs of Anderson. Now Jacob Steele has it. Steele now running to his right. Now trying to find anybody. And it's going to go down hard at the 30-yard line. Big loss on the play. Loss of six. Almost seven on the play. Well, good job by Cavalier just getting their hands back on that football. That could have been disastrous. Yeah, it could have been a catastrophic turnover there. But Steele and Abel, he was back all the way to his 20-yard line at least... 
able to get some yards back, but what we talked about, a penalty, or in that case, a bad snap, just takes you out of rhythm again, and drive results in a three and out right away to start the half. Not the start Mitch Greenwood was hoping for to begin the second half. Punting situation, Enerson, strong end-over-end kick. Off the hop near the 30-yard line, Ethan Mayer's going to let that one roll dead at about the 23-yard line, and that's where New salem Almont will begin their second half. Both teams 11-0 coming into this. Cavalier victory over Hillsborough Central Valley to earn their spot here in the state title game. Or uh, Lamore, I should say. Lamore, Lamore, uh, I'm sorry, yep. Defending champs last year, and now they uh, they snapped as the Lobos had won 22 straight games before that loss last week at Townsend Field. Wildcat formation now. This is Norton. Norton going to do the quick flip. Now Norton's got the football. I'll take that back. Okay, so Wolding was there. Quick flip to Norton, short gain on the play, across the 25, falls ahead to the 28-yard line. Yards have been tough between the tackles, so you try you line him up basically as a wide receiver. He comes in motion, takes uh, takes that flip, and you're trying to see if you can get him out in some space, see if he can make some men miss. And again, Cavaliers done a nice job. There have been very few yards off of first contact by the Holstein ball carriers today. All right, Wolding, second down and call it seven. Going to fake the toss this time to Norton. And Wolding goes straight upfield. He's got a first down. That's an accent kitchen and bath first down. Out to the 35-yard line. Bring up a first and 10 for the Holsteins. Nice job by Ty Wolding. And they sent Norton, had him lined up on the near side, had him come in motion. You've got to you've got to honor that. You've got to respect that. And that opened things up for Wolding up the middle. Good call on the first down. Number seven for New Salem Almon as far as first downs go. That little shovel pass has been probably the greatest stat patter of all time as far as passing stats, right? No doubt. Wolding out of the shotgun. Norton also now out of the Wildcat. He's lined up directly behind center. Norton's going to take it. Breaks one tackle, skips across the 35, falls ahead to the 37-yard line. She just a two-yard gain on the play by Brock Norton. Norton was, over 1,400 yards on the season, very much bottled up today. Yeah, I believe it was Keena that came and really kind of blew that play up. Check that. It was 50-51 uh, for Cavalier Ethan Longton, uh, Longton, or Longton on the uh, play there that really forced him to adjust his uh, just his track a little bit and slow, able to slow him down just enough to hold him to just two. Second down and eight. Trenton Clatt comes to the near sideline. Norton again out of the Wildcat. He's going to try the left side. Cross the 35, cross the 40-yard line. That met hard and driven, hard to the turf. Nice stop there by Enerson. Sterling Enerson coming up from his defensive back position, making a stop. Stop me. Well, not often in a nine-man game, especially of two teams of this caliber. We're about nearly five minutes into the third quarter, and it's <laughs> a defensive struggle, quite frankly. Yeah, it 14, is. 14-6. Yep. yep, 7-22 remaining here in the third. Kane Grinsteiner comes wide to the near side. Grinsteiner, just 5'4", 130-pound senior. Wide to the near side. Wolding going to throw out of the shotgun. Now looking. Pass. Caught. Maverick Nelson's got it across midfield. He's knocked out of bounds at the 45-yard line of Cavalier. Nice pitching catch there. Another accent catch and a bath first down 
for the Holsteins. You don't have to be an aerial circus, but if you could just be effective throwing the football when you have to be, that uh, that means a lot. And there's Maverick Nelson again with another reception and a couple of those on third down, too. He's been big today. All three catches, I think, have either gone for a first down or well, I'm pretty sure they have all gone for first downs. From the 45-yard line of Cavalier. Wolding going to carry himself. Gets across the 45, falls ahead to the 43-yard line. Short gain. Brings up second down and eight. So seventh play of the drive coming here for New Salem Almont. Taking about three minutes off the clock, and maybe you're kind of getting Cavalier, kind of pushing him downhill a little bit here, Bob. You know, one thing you got to think about here, nine-man football, you have so many players that are playing both sides of the football. Most of them, yeah. And if you're on defense, you've already been playing offense. If you're on defense, a long drive can just completely take the wind out of your sails and gas you in a real big hurry. Wolding, handoff, Norton. Gain of one on the play. Nice stop there by Cavalier. Jacob Steele coming up from his linebacker spot, making the stop. And you're playing both sides of the ball. You're playing with a lot of with nine guys, and you're using the whole field. That's uh, that's taking a lot out of but you. Conditioning but conditioning at the same time, you've been doing it all season long. So, yep. what's different? This is what you play for. Yep. Except today, unfortunately, you know you're not playing in a in a fifty to nothing blowout win. You know, <laughs> no. it's, you, there's no time to really take a breather. You've got to be out here all the time. Well, over the last couple of weeks, the uh, the Holsteins have been really two tight games. Molding out of the shotgun on first down. Pump fakes, now loose, now it's 45, now throws, lofting it down the sideline. Grinsteiner was there. No, Ethan Mayer was there. The pass was a little bit short. Carter breaking that up at the last instant. At the very last minute. Ethan Mayer maybe had to come back for that football a little bit more than what he did. Pass falls incomplete, brings up now fourth down, and one, two, three, call it fourth and six. Big play by Carter. Now, Ethan Meyer looked like he had it. He was trying to turn and take the ball, kind of turn it away from the defender, and Carter came in and just knocked it free at the last uh, last possible instant. Holsteins are going to go for it here from the 41-yard line of Cavalier, trailing 14-6, 5.39 to go in the third quarter. Ninth play of the drive here for New Salem Almont. And now a timeout being called by New Salem Allmont. So we will take a 30-second break as well. Timeout sponsored by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make the difference. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. Bob Roars and Brad Anderson back with you with the Dome. 539 remaining on our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard. 14-6 Cavalier leading. New Salem Allmont. Holstein's with the football. Trailing. And looking at a fourth down and six from the 41-yard line of Cavalier. Holding out of the shotgun, has two backs with him. One receiver split wide each side, ball placed center of the field. Wolding looking downfield, now rolling to his right. Now steps up, throws deep down the middle of the field, passes knocked down. Nice defensive effort there near the five-yard line by Cavalier. They were looking for Trenton Klatt who was open deep down the middle for an instant, but there was corner and a little bit of D-back help, and Klatt is down right now, but plenty of time for Wolding as he just threw that one up, able to loft it down the center of the field, and Klatt had it and then got knocked free. It was Landon Carter again that jarred the ball free, and Klatt is still down down uh, on the turf. 
laying on his back at the five-yard line. I wonder if he might have got the wind knocked out of him. Yep, absolutely. Let's take a quick break as well. 5.30 remaining here in the third quarter. 14-6, Cavalier leading New Salem Almont back in one minute. Accent Contract has some of the finest drywallers. On 740 The Fan. You're listening. Cavalier taking over after that incompletion on fourth down, so they get it over on downs from their own 41-yard line. Sterling Anderson for Cavalier. Chased out of the pocket again. Now looking left, he's got some room. He's across midfield and finally taken out of bounds near the 45-yard line. Flag down. It's going to be a hold. It's all coming back. One of the first and rare times today that Enerson's been able to get loose out of the pocket. And, yeah, it's all going to be all for naught. But, yeah, a nice run. And they've been able to get, just with the base three guys, adequate pressure on him throughout the day. And more so as the game has gone along. It's a big penalty. That's going to push him way back because the flag was thrown back near the 36-yard line. So that's going to push him back to the 26-yard line, or they're going to mark it to the 27. First penalty of the afternoon against Cavalier, too. And that's a costly one. Takes the first down off the board. Instead, they are looking at, I'm going to have to use my Fergus Falls math here to figure out how long this one is. I'm going to go 24. They're calling it first and 25 officially. Enerson out of the shotgun again. Two receivers split wide. Here's the pass complete. That's Carter. Carter carries across the 30 near the 35-yard line, so they get a little bit back. They get seven or eight back. But like the play call there, you're not going to get it all back right. in one shot. Let's just let's just pick at it a little at a time here. Going to bring up now second down at about 16 or 17. Again, they've been trying to get a little shorter routes, try and get Carter in space, see if he can get a block to the outside, and some positive yards there. Inside of five minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Two receivers come to the near side. Carter goes wide to the far side of the field. Steenerson stepping up in the pocket, avoids one tackle. Now he's loose across the 40. He's got more room. He's going to get close to the first down, taken down near midfield. Nice job by Sterling Anderson, taken out of bounds by Grinsteiner, I believe. Kane Grinsteiner on the stop. Shy of the first down. 14 yards on the scramble, and that is the longest run from scrimmage for Cavalier today. So they're going to mark him a yard shy. Going to bring third down and a yard. I'm not sure they had the sticks right. I, I swear they were at the 49 to begin with. That's what I thought, too. People dropped the chains, I think, in anticipation. They kind of got things messed up here. Whatever. Third and one is what we've got officially down on the field. Enerson out of the shotgun. One back with him. Hand off up the middle. That's Carter. He may be short. Yeah, I don't know if he got it, but yeah, I think you're right. So they had third and three on the scoreboard, and then they changed it to yeah, third and one. But even then, he needs to get to the 50, and with that spot, he, uh, from at least first look, appears to be short. Yeah, they'll say signal fourth down. Okay, they got to get that clock, or no measurement. They got to get that clock winding. It shouldn't have stopped there. That's the referee in you, isn't it, Bob? Yep. You got that right. Fourth down, less than a yard. Clock running, 419 remaining here in the third. Play coming in from the Cavalier sideline. Mitch Greenwood. Can't imagine we'd do anything but not give the ball to Landon Carter here. Or maybe Enerson just takes it himself, trying to make something happen. Cavalier led 14-0. 
Now a 14-6 game. Anderson, handoff up the middle. That's Carter, and he may not get it. He got no push from behind. A big stop right there by New Salem Almont. Holstein's come up big on fourth down. They turn him over on downs. Boy, a huge play there as they stuff him for a, a short loss on third down in the yard. He was just, yeah, he was trying to run up the back of Levi Hinkle, and there was just no push by the Cavalier offensive line, and a heck of a stop there. And, boy, right now, back to the Holsteins. This defensive slugfest continues. Scoreless third quarter and good field position for the Holsteins. We'll see if they can swing things back their way. A.J. Hines, Levi Becker, Alex Pittman. Great job there for New Salem. Here's Woldings on first down. He's going to get taken down to the backfield. Thought we maybe were going to get a face mask on the play. Great job by the Cavaliers. There you see a good surge by the Tornadoes there. Is, yeah, just nothing, nothing doing. And Wolding bottled up, in fact, for Wolding. A loss of three. I believe that's the, that is just the second time in 12 carries. 12 carries, 40, or 57 yards, but that's second for Minus yards. Jacob Steele, Matthew Kena in on the stop there. Steele was the first one to make contact. Three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Second down and 13 from their 48 yard line. Holding out of the shotgun, dropping way back. Now the screen pass is set up. Pass is caught. And a short gain. Wyatt Kuhn makes the catch. But they had it snuffed out. Cavalier, great job on the play. Yep, Enerson, a nice job there as he took a deep, deep drop, and he was kind of looking to his left towards the bench and then set it up. And he found Kuhn in the middle of the field, and Enerson had it sniffed out well, and it's actually going to be a short loss. Loss of a yard, and they've got the Holsteins behind the chains on third and 14. 2.35 to go here in the third. And Salem Almont trailing 14-6. Big third down play here. Cavalier needs to stop. Holding to throw. Looks middle of the field. Now throwing off to the left side. Looking for Kuhn. And he hauled it in. Great catch by Wyatt Kuhn. Down to the 28-yard line. Holy cow. Logan Werner on the coverage. But Wyatt Kuhn, a great catch. 6'4", 190. Just a sophomore. His biggest catch of the season, maybe. He needed all that 6'4 frame reaching up, up over his helmet to make that catch. Not one... One just to get or make and try and grab that ball, and then you got to bring it back down and secure it. 25 on the catch and a great athletic play. On a third and 14, Holstein's come up big. Here's Wolding out of the shotgun again. Receiver split wide each side. Ty Wolding's going to try the left side. He's across the 25-yard line with room. Falls ahead out of bounds. See where they marked him out. Nine-yard gain on the play. They've got him just inside the 20, down to the 19-yard line. Gain of nine on the play. Talk about your confidence builder, Brad, when you make that play on a third and 14. Absolutely. Fresh set of downs, and you follow that up with Wolding coming off left side for nine yards, 13 for 66. Now you're kind of back in rhythm a little bit. Now you just got to... Avoid penalties, avoid mistakes at this point. You're in the red zone. Minute 49 to go here in the third quarter. Direct snap, this one. That's Brock Norton carrying. He's got a first down. That's another accent kitchen and bath first down. Carries ahead to the 15. You know, last week they were outgained by pretty significantly. Came to a lot of big plays, a few short fields. And I'm going to take a look at the total yardage here. Cavalier's been really stifled offensively in total yards. 
Holsteins have the edge, 188 to 179. That was not the case last week. First and 10 from the 15-yard line. Ball placed left hash. Here's Wolding carrying himself across the 15, across the 10-yard line. Whistle him dead right around the 19. Another nice gain on first down, gain of six, brings up a second down and four. Just to see that, since that uh, since that completion on third and long, you go nine, four, and six. Three carries, 19 yards, and that's six yards a pop. That's what you, New Salem Almont is typically used to getting, and it's maybe starting to open up a little bit now. Maybe they're wearing out that Cavalier defense. Second down and four. Bolding's going to take the snap. He's going to try the left side again. Tries to get to the five-yard line, coming up just shy of the first down. Needed to get to the five. Knocked down at the six. So third down and one. I think the play was designed to maybe go inside, but Norton able to throw a block, which able to spring him out to the outside, and he had a chance to be hit at the line of scrimmage and turn that into a short pickup. I've got two plays to get a yard. It's the final second stepping ticking down, and this might be the final play of the third. Yeah, they don't need to get a playoff. Play clock at 13. Game clock, though, at seven seconds, and that will do it here for quarter number three. On our vision, Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard after three quarters of play, Cavalier 14, and New Salem, Almont 6. Holsteins are driving. Back in one minute, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740. The fan, sponsored by Luther Family Buick GMC, we are professional grade. Third down and one for New Salem, Almont. At the Cavalier five-yard line. Actually, just inside the six. They need to get to the five for that first down to set up the first and goal. 14-6, our score, Cavalier leading. Now under center goes Wolding. Tried to sneak. It's not going to get there. No signal from the officials, but I don't think he's there. No, there was no surge, no push at all, and it kind of goes back to what we saw sometimes with uh, Shep for Velva when quarterbacks are used to running out of the pistol or running out of the shotgun, how uncomfortable they can look sometimes just trying to get a snap from under center. Right. Actually lost yardage on the play. Lost about a foot, so now it truly is a fourth and one. This is a big play for the Holsteins. Cannot get down here and not come up with points. Wolding's out of the shotgun. Two backs with him. On a fourth down and one. Wolding's going to try himself. Cuts back. Now he's going to get to the end zone. To the five. He's in. Touchdown. Six yards away. Ty Wolding. And it's 14-12. And that was an adjustment on the fly for Wolding. That play may have been designed at least to start to go up the middle. There was nothing there. And he recognized it right away. It was actually going to follow Norton. Cut back against the grain, and there was nobody to the outside. The one guy to the outside that had a chance stumbled, and Carter was not able to cut him off in time. So a great adjustment by Wolding. And the Holsteins take advantage after that fourth down stop. They go nearly four, actually over four minutes on the drive. A little over four and a half. 438, 49 yards, and I'm trying to tie it. Give Wolding credit there. Not finding anything on the inside, but was smart enough to turn that one to the outside. Went around the right edge, walked into the end zone. On the two-point conversion, Wolding in trouble, reverses course, keeps his feet, nearly taken down, 
now scrambling inside the 10, and he's going to get taken down at the 6-yard line. So the two-point conversion fails. Great pressure there by Cavalier. The two-point fails, and with 11-11 remaining here in the fourth quarter, our score now, Cavalier 14 and New salem Almont 12. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. Bob Roars and Brad Anderson back with you at the Fargo Dome, the 30th annual Dakota Bowl. This is the 11, or the 9B championship, I should say. And following the New Salem Almont touchdown, six-yard touchdown run by quarterback Ty Wolding. Two-point failed, 14-12 our score. Cavaliers set to take that kickoff, the ensuing kickoff here. Our uh, football coverage presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. A lot of other great sponsors like Proceed, Central Cast Public Schools, JP2 Schools, Dakota Refrigeration, and the Lock Shop. 49 yards and nine plays, but key two-point conversion on the stop and the Tornadoes now nursing a two-point lead with 11-11 to go. Cavaliers got to figure out something on offense here. Held without a first down in the third quarter. There's such a thing as sitting on a lead, but that gets a little ridiculous, right, Brad? Yeah, there's really, not really sitting on it much there. You really can't at this point. Ty Wolding to kick it off. Squib kick right down the center of the field. Just an absolute rocket at the 40-yard line. And Cavalier able to jump on that one. That's where they will start first and 10. I had the discussion talking football. What works? Is there's the onside kick? Is there the pooch kick? Or you just hit a low-line drive and hope it hits somebody in the shoulder pads or somebody that's not comfortable handling the football. Exactly. And that was the case there. I just, he was just able to knock it down and and, uh, and fall on at that time was uh, Logan Werner for the Tornadoes. So Cavalier will start first and 10 on the left hash, going left to right in front of us here. Their first possession of the fourth quarter. They lead 14-12, but they've got to start generating some offense here. Here's Enerson to pass. Steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to run. Cross the 40, cross the 45, cross midfield. Keeps his feet and falls forward to the 48-yard or 47-yard line of New salem Almont. So an excellent kitchen and bath first down. First first down of the second half for the Tornadoes. And kept his head up just seeing nothing downfield and able to and able to see a lane up the middle there and he had a nice run that got called back on a penalty but he's had runs of 14 and 13 yards um, so far here in the second half. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Enerson brings him up, he's out of the shotgun. Steal the lone setback. Back to pass again. Now working on the screen. Wide open. Got it to Steele. Steele working his way across the 40-yard line. Still working the feet. He's close to a first down. Pushed out of bounds. They're going to call it a gain of nine on the play. Nice looking screen. There was no one near Jacob Steele. He was five yards from anybody. And sometimes as the ball carrier kind of get a little too eager to get downfield. He held, he kind of held downfield, maybe perhaps looking to try and throw a block, and then he was able to turn. Wait for that pass to arrive by then. The blocks downfield. The defense. there for second and short. Carry just inside the 38-yard line. Second down and one. Steal the lone setback through receivers to the far side of the field now. Ball in the right hatch. Anderson keeps himself. He's got another first down inside the 35, ahead to the 34-yard line. Another accent kitchen and bath first down. 
And there appears to be a little bit of a more just offensively, it just seems like they're just a little about a half step to a step quicker yeah. in this drive. It's like they got a wake-up call, perhaps. And maybe a little more north-south versus east-west running right now on offense. Good point. Three receivers to the far side. Ball placed on the right hash. Steele back with Anderson. Quick pass. This is Carter. Carter across the 30. Across the 25. Across the 20-yard line. Falls ahead down to the 16-yard line. Landon Carter. Nice catch and run on that play. Another big first down. That's one thing that's involved, evolved in the game of football is just little shorter passes, letting receivers get open in space and do some things with the football. That's, uh, and you see, he's, he's the best playmaker on this team by far, and they've been able to get him in space a little bit more in the second half, and they've looked his way a little bit more. One receiver to the near side, three to the far side. Empty backfield. Steele lines up in the slot on the right. Anderson trying to find a hole up the middle. Does. He's across the 10. He's across the 5, and he's in for the touchdown. 17-yard touchdown run for Sterling Anderson. And Cavalier leads it 20-12. to Boy, that's a statement drive right there. They got Hines caught inside. They were able to force him back in, which opened just enough of a lane for Enerson to take off and go. So Enerson has runs of 14-13 and that one for 17 yards. And a key conversion to get here. We're going to play football math. Two-point try here. It's a two-score lead. 8.45 to go here in the game in the 9B championship. Tornado's lining up, going to go for two. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side of the field. Carter is the one split wide. And a whistle and a timeout by Cavalier. So let's take a short break as well. 8.45 remaining on our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard. 2012 Cavalier leading New Salem Almont back in 30 seconds. You're listening to High School Football Dakota Bowl 30 on the fan. Back at the Fargo Dome, 30th annual Dakota Bowl. Two-point conversion attempt coming here for Cavalier, answering a New salem Almont touchdown with a touchdown of their own. Leading 24-12, trying to tack on two more. Three receivers to the near side. Now Carter goes in motion back to the far side of the field. Enerson out of the shotgun, rolling right, looking. Bends off a defender and comes up short on the two-point conversion pass into the end zone. Flag on the play. Got a lineman downfield from the looks of it. So that penalty will be declined. And the two-point conversion attempt fails. 8.45 to go here in the ball game on our Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. Cavalier 20 and New Salem Almond 12. Back in one minute, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 7.40. The fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. 8.45 to go here in this ball game. The nine-man championship. Division 9B here at the Fargo Dome. Landon Carter kicking that one off. And that one drifting out of bounds. And decision time here for New Salem Almont. Trailing 20-12. to 12. Looks like they're going to take it first and 10 at the 35-yard line. Two more games coming your way here from the Fargo Dome today. Jamestown Fargo North. Jamestown going for their second consecutive title. 
That one's starting right around 3 o'clock, and then at 6.40, the 11-AA game between Bismarck Century and Shanley. Shanley making the return to the the big school final. Been a long time coming, maybe. They have looked very impressive this year, Brad. Yeah, 1983, the last time they've been to the big school. Of course, they were in double-A for a number of years and had a lot of success there and chose to opt up. Got beat in the semis a year ago and making the jump to the Dome today. Ty Walding's going to carry himself on first down from their own 35-yard line. Walding gets strung out on the play. Nice job by the Tornadoes. Next year, uh, looked like Hinkle was the guy that forced him out, but got some help as you know, the play just got stretched out well. Logan Werner making first contact, and then Jacob Steele coming yep, up for his linebacker spot to force him out of bounds. So Short game. Looked yep. like it was going to be a lot more to start with, but they did a nice job of closing that one off. Yep, cut off the angle. 83 yards by our numbers for Wolding on 18 carries. Second down and eight. From their own 37-yard line for the Holsteins. Handoff. Here's Brock Norton. Going to try the right side across the 40-yard line. Thought the ball maybe came loose. Didn't. Norton holds on. Shy of the first down. Taken down at his own 44-yard line. Norton has really kind of played a secondary role. 13 carries, 34 yards. And that run looks like Bob. Actually, no, his first carry went for nine yards. That's for seven. His second longest run of the day. They have really uh, done a nice job shutting him down. He's done... A pretty good job as a lead blocker. We've seen that numerous times today. He's been the one springing Walding free today. Yep. Third down, long one. Walding. Cross mid or across the 45-yard line up ahead to his own 48. That's going to be good for another accent kitchen and bath first down. Clock continues to run. We're inside of eight minutes to go in this 9B final. Each team two timeouts left. And, yeah, if you're New Salem Almont, you know, it's it would be three yards in a cloud of dust, but there's no dust inside here, but that's pretty much what they're trying to do offensively and, and had some success in that previous drive, and they'll see if they can start leaning on the Tornado defense again. First and 10 from their own 48. Holding out of the shotgun, going to hand off. This is Norton. Norton turns across the 50-yard line. Hit hard at the 45 of Cavalier. And then taken down. Levi Hinkle, I believe, on the stop. Boy, he made some noise on that one, too. Well, we saw a champion from the West earlier in the 11B game, and uh, really in, in these divisions, it has been the, well, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, 9B uh, last year, Lamore Litchville, Marion from the East, but Linton HMB uh, winning a couple of years ago in Kidder County. That uh, that was Region 4 at the time, and they're trying to keep it uh, keep it back in the West here in this uh, championship if they can. Gain to 7 on the play. Here's Walding. He's going to take a loss on this one. Back near midfield. That one completely blown up. Jacob Steele, first one to get back to him there. Previous play in that big hit, that was actually Landon Carter, the first big hit. And now Steele comes up with a big tackle. Third time they've gotten him for negative yards on 20 carries. And now all of a sudden you're sitting at second and second and three, second and two. Now third down and six, 6.23 left. And do you try maybe go play action? We've seen they've had some success throwing to the tight end in this situation on third down, and I'd be curious to see if that might be one way that they uh, they decide to look. Matthew Keena in on the stop, also for Cavalier on that last play. Third down and five. Holding, play action, looking. Now Chase, now the screen pass is set up to Norton. He's got nowhere to go. Maybe took a face mask, and he did. Oh, that's going to be a big penalty going against Cavalier. 
Norton goes down well shy of the first down. Taken down at the 46-yard line of Cavalier, but the about five flags went flying on that one. So either way, if it's incidental or the personal foul, it's going to be enough to give the Holsteins a first down. And one advantage that the kids have here, they're able to look up at the big screen and say, hey, this is what happened. I didn't grab it. Somebody got him. That's going to be the 15-yard variety. So a 15-yard face mask gets tacked on to the end of the run. That's going to be an automatic first down with the penalty. Ball goes all the way to the 32-yard line of Cavalier. Just a second penalty against the Tornadoes in the half and of the game for 25 yards. But, boy, a critical mistake there. Fresh set of downs here for the Holsteins. One receiver split wide each side. Ball plays center of the field. Two backs with Wolding. Wolding's going to keep it himself. Now going to turn it off the side to the right. Cuts back inside. Gets inside the 30. Falls ahead near the 28-yard line. Nice gain on first down. Bring up a second down at six. Wolding approaching that 100-yard mark on the day. I am at 21 for 87. We'll see what the official numbers have for him. But, yeah, he's not broke a, he's not been able to break a lot of big runs. But, yeah, he's just been very, um, very steady. Official numbers have him 21 for 89. So we're pretty close. Second down and six from the 28-yard line of Cavalier. Holsteins need a touchdown to get back in this one. Norton's got the handoff. He's across the 20-yard line. He's down to the 15. First down, Holsteins. Another accent kitchen and bath first down. So keeping the drive alive. 4.57 remaining in the game. Brock Norton, one of his better runs of the day. I would say so. Looks like his longest carry of the game for 13 yards. He got a good burst off the right side. The 20-12 our score. And the Holsteins are knocking on the door. Receiver split wide each side. Ball on the right hash. Holsteins going right to left. Walding's going to take the handoff. Inside the 15, falls ahead. He's inside the 10. Five yards on the keeper by Ty Walding. Scored the last touchdown. Actually, he's got two touchdowns on the day. Four-yard run of the first half. He went in from six yards here in the fourth. It's been the tenth play of the drive for the Holsteins. Holding out of the shotgun. Receivers each side. Ball right hash. Bowling's going to keep it himself again. Cuts inside the ten. He's inside the five. Falls ahead near the four-yard line. And another first down. An accent kitchen and bath first down. For the Holsteins, now looking at first and goal from the four-yard line. Boy, it's just been a steady drive, and that offensive line has won the battle more times than not. It kind of got, you know, I kind of wonder. Time of possession in the third quarter was eight minutes for the Holsteins, four for the Tornadoes, and you wonder if that defense, well, guys going both ways, of course, but you wonder if that defense is getting gassed. So here we go. First and goal from the four, just inside the four-yard line. Walding out of the shotgun. Here's Brock Norton, carries. He's in for the touchdown. Touchdown. Brock Norton powers his way across. And he's got the Holsteins within two at 2018. And who did they run behind? Mr. Hines at nearly 300 pounds. They, They went right side numerous times on that drive. And now the all-important two-point conversion attempt coming up. 
They trail 2018. This will be to tie it up. Salem taking their time on the sideline. Looks like they're going to take a timeout here. They want to get this one right, and they do. 3.20 remaining in the ball game. On our vision, Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard, Cavalier 20. New Salem Almond 18. Two point conversion for the Holsteins coming up. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan, presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Bob Rose and Brad Anderson back with you at the Fargo Dome post game show, brought to you by Essentia Health and Titan Machinery. Coming up, 320 to go in this one, and a big two point conversion attempt coming here for New Salem Almond. A chance to tie it up with the two. Shotgun formation. Wolding with Norton with him. Receivers, one each split wide. Wolding drops back the pass. Floats one to the end zone. Caught, and a two-point conversion is good. Wyatt Kuhn coming up with the play. And we're tied at 20. Got pinballed around to the goal line, and they made the signal right away. I was just wondering if he had crossed the goal line, but they signaled right away on the two-point try. And, well, we were at a two-point game. First uh, first game of the day, and credit the Holsteins down 14-0 at one point. They have finally finally caught them, 320 left in a tie game. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl. 2020, our score, Cavalier and New Salem Almont back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. Well, we had a good one in our 11B final today, Brad Anderson. Delva Drake Animus Garrison coming up with a 22-20 victory over Central Cass. And here we are now, 320 to go in this one, the 9B championship game, the nine-man final in our 30th annual Dakota Bowl 2020. As the Holsteins come up with a touchdown, Ty Wolding, or rather uh, Brock Norton going in from four yards out, the two-point conversion to Wyatt Kuhn, all tied up. It's going to be a wild finish. 11 plays, 65 yards. That's a heck of a drive. Five minutes, 25 seconds. So we'll see. The Tornadoes with five plays in their last drive, a statement drive, and they have two timeouts left. And now the Holsteins cannot stop the clock. They're out of timeouts here. So that's something to keep in mind. But they certainly have um, Cavalier is the big play capability here. They can, they've got more than enough time. Ty Wolding to kick it off from his own 40-yard line. Not a squib kick. This one actually gets airborne. Drops back. Landon Carter at his own 12-yard line. Brings it up. Down the left side. Cross the 20 to the 25. And finally taken down near the 27-yard line. And that's where Cavalier will begin. Two timeouts remaining for the Tornadoes. We're tied at 20. I have to dig in the record books. I'm trying to think what the last overtime game was. The one I think of the most was in 2009 in Double A, uh, Shanley and Devils Lake. Shanley, I remember, scored, kicked the extra point. Devils Lake scored, went for two to win it, and the Deacons stopped them. That was 2009, and I'm trying to think if there's been one since then. Sterling Anderson, that quarterback, as usual, out of the shotgun. Three receivers to the near side. Here's a quick flip. Landon Carter has it. Caught at the 25 across the 30-yard line. And finally taken down at the 33. Mark him down maybe at the 34. So nice gain on first down for the Tornadoes. Yeah, yep. Went in doubt. Get, uh, get your playmakers the ball. That was a that was a nice catch. That was a shoot-top catch. Cavalier led 14-6 at halftime. Salem Almont came back with a touchdown of their own in the fourth quarter, get within 14 12. 
Surly Anderson went on a 17-yard run to make it a 20-12 game, but now New Salem Almond has come back to tie this one up at 20. Carter. Second down and seven, or three rather. Anderson keeping himself across the 35. Going to be shy of the first down, I believe. About a yard shy. Carter now eight receptions for 104 yards as he crosses the 100-yard mark. And receiving yards, and yeah, we'll be third in the yard here, and the clock continues to run. Actually, correction, Holsteins do have one timeout left. Cavalier with two. Approaching two minutes to go in this game. I think the Cavalier would maybe want to try and hurry this up a little bit. Inside of two minutes to go now. Anderson rolling to his left. Stop, throws, pass was tipped, I believe. Lineman got a hand on it. Check the number down there for New Salem. Levi Becker got a hand up and deflected it. So fourth and now decision time. What do you do? Do you chance it if you're the Tornadoes? Well, the uh, quarterback, Enerson, down right on the sidelines with head coach Mitch Greenwood, and I'm kind of wondering, too, that I think they got to look like they're going to go for it here. They're going to take a timeout and, and talk about it here a little bit. West. Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center sponsors our timeouts. It's the little things that make a difference. 147 to go on our Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton scoreboard. Cavalier 20. New Salem Almond 20. Back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. I'm Bob. That's Brad. 147 to go in this game. Cavalier and New Salem Almond tied at 20. Fourth and less than a yard here. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had, an, we've had an overtime game, just foreshadowing. I go back to that 2009 one. Shanley beat Devils Lake in overtime 31-30. That appears to be the last one. One timeout remaining for each team. They're going to go for it. Here's Anderson out of the shotgun, and now a flag, and are we offside? I think they jumped. Well, the Holsteins are saying they were drawn off. But now it looks like it's going to be encroachment against wow. the Holsteins. You know, it looked like there was maybe a little bit of movement coming on the Cavalier side. But nonetheless, it's a five-yard encroachment penalty going against New salem Almont. So a big first down pickup, another Accent Kitchen and Bath first down coming on the penalty. Five for 45, and that's their first penalty accepted second half. Tornadoes from the 41-yard line. Here's handoff. Here's Carter working the left side. Taken down. Short gain on the play. Falls ahead. Mark him right at the 45-yard line, I believe, or just across the 45. Brings up second down and six. Clock continues to run. Minute 30 to go. Again, there's one timeout remaining for each team. The Cavaliers got to kind of keep moving here. Anderson out of the shotgun, three receivers to the near side. Pump fake, now throwing long down the middle. He's got his man there. That was Anderson. It was too far. Anderson with a 56-yard touchdown earlier in this game. He had his man beat, but Anderson hung it out just a little too far. Brings up now a third down and six. I think Hines had just enough heat on him, perhaps. Yeah, he was about ready to pounce on Anderson, which forced a hurried throw. And a missed opportunity there for the Tornadoes. Another big third down play coming here for Cavalier. 
A minute nine remaining. From their own 46-yard line. Enerson, play action, pass, caught. First down, Landon Carter to the 45. Another accent, kitchen and bath first down. Clock will stop. It'll start on the ready. 105 remaining. But they're in Holstein territory. Boy, nice grab there by Carter. Able to grab it with one hand. Secure the catch with a second. First down. 45-yard line. We're inside of a minute. One timeout remaining. 51 seconds to go in the ball game. Enerson out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. Ball on the left hash. Enerson to throw. Steps up. Looking down the middle. Not a chance. Carter well covered on the play. Landon Tellman, Ethan Mayer back there on the coverage. Brings up second down and 10. And some heat that time. They brought, uh, again, pressure. They haven't had to blitz much. It's been the base three, and it was Levi Becker that got to Enerson as he delivered that throw. Tied at 20, just 40 seconds remaining. Cavalier the football, 45-yard line of New Salem-Almont. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side of the field. Enerson rolling to his right, now looking downfield, now throws back across the middle, passes incomplete, dangerous throw. Looking there for Talon Devine, the intended receiver, just off his fingertips. Dangerous throw anytime you throw back across your body like that, Brad. Fortunately, nothing bad came out of it. Yeah, if he other than the incompletion. Yeah, I gotta say there was uh, there was one one guy back on coverage and like back again for New Salem looked like it was Meyer on coverage and then Becker with it and a pounce on him too and would have had a basically a free shot at him at the middle of the middle of the field. Thirty-two seconds remaining. We're tied at twenty. Third down and 10 from the 45-yard line and a whistle, and New salem Almont's going to take their final timeout of the game. So we will take a short break as well. Let's take a 30-second break on our Vision Ford Lincoln in Wapaton scoreboard 2020 between Cavalier and New salem Almont. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to High School Football, the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. Essential Health Tight Machinery Post Game Show right around the corner. Oh, I shouldn't say that. We could be looking at overtime, Brad. I'm not sure how long that corner is. I'm looking through the uh, records. I've gotten back to 1975, and I don't believe I have not seen an overtime championship game between now and then, and at least a 9B. Now we had motion both sides. That may be a flag. Yep, we're going to get a motion penalty here. Enerson out of the shotgun, getting taken down. Ball came loose. Ball came loose. That's a fumble, and it's going the way of New salem Almont. Recovered by Alex Pittman, who just stripped Enerson of the ball that time. So the third turnover forced by the Holstein defense. The penalty would not have been for a false start. It would have been for an illegal shift. That's why the play went through. Penalty's going to get declined. Enerson went back, got stripped of the football right at midfield. So the third turnover going against Cavalier today. And now New salem Almont with a chance. 30 seconds remaining in the game. So at midfield, out of timeouts, both actually uh, Tornadoes have one timeout left, but New salem Almont is out of timeouts. 
Do you take a crack at it? Or do you say, you know what, we're gonna we're just gonna play for overtime here? 30 seconds to go. I'd say if they were deeper in their territory, they'd be taking a knee, maybe let it run out, but they've got a chance here at midfield. Two receivers to the far side of the field, ball in the right hash. Molding out of the shotgun. He's going to try and run it, try and get out of bounds if he can. Actually, this is Norton on the carry. Carries across the 45, taken down at the 42-yard line. Holsteins need to hurry. Norton out of the Wildcat again. Works to the sidelines. Got a first down, steps out of bounds at the 39-yard line. So another accent kitchen and bath first down. Nine seconds remaining. Nine seconds left to go in this 9B final, and we're tied at 20. So the 39, nine seconds left. You can maybe complete a pass, get to the sideline perhaps, or try and get a first down and clock it. For a team that's pretty ground oriented as they are not a lot of things to choose from play clock at 10 so they've got time to get it off Wolding all alone motion by Norton they faked the pitch to him on the front side Wolding stepping up throwing long receivers open and it's picked off it's picked off and I think it's Landon Carter Landon Carter's got it across the 40 to the 45 still on his feet getting a block and finally taken out of bounds as the clock runs out. I believe it was Ethan Meyer that was open waiting for that pass. Either he or Norton, I think. It might have been Norton out of the backfield. Time has expired. Landon Carter's second interception of the game, and he nearly housed it. So a big play for Cavalier, shutting it down. Another turnover, third turnover, going against New salem Almont. But we're tied at 20, and we're going to overtime in the 9B final. Let's catch our breath and take a break, Brad Anderson. (laughs) Tied at 20, overtime right around the corner. You're listening to High School Football, the 30th annual Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan, presented by Luther Family, GMC Buick. We are professional grade. Bob Rose and Brad Anderson back with you as we get set for overtime here in the 9B final, the 30th annual Dakota Bowl. Thanks for being with us today. Well, we decided one winner earlier today in 11B. It was Velva Drake Animus Garrison 22-20 over Central Cass in a game that went down to the final minute. And we're going to overtime here. Cavalier 20 and New Salem Almont 20 as we go to overtime. Yeah, it looks like the last overtime game we had was that one we mentioned earlier, the double-A final in 9 Shanley beat Devils Lake 20 or 31-30 in overtime as the Deacons stopped the Firebirds in a two-point try. So they'll have the coin flip, and how it'll work, it'll be four. Basically, each team will get the ball on the opposing 10-yard line. So essentially, you get four plays to go 10 yards and score. Neither team with much of a kicking game, so I would anticipate that uh, we're going to keep going for two. And I said, as far as I know, there's not really limits on, you know, they basically just play until you get a winner. It's not like college where after a while, you know, they they start going for two. It's just four plays from the the ten. So the coin flip will take place. If you win the toss, chances are you're going to take the ball second. You're going to opt to go on defense first. Try and shut the other team down. That makes your decision of whether or not you need to go for two or not a whole lot easier. 
As far as I know, I've just been looking back. I think it was 2009. I was just kind of looking back at the uh, history books here, and I don't recall. And I don't recall one offhand as well. It, it hasn't happened a lot in the history of the Dakota Bowl or the high school championships. Both head coaches are out in midfield, also along with their captains. I'm guessing just to really make sure that the right decision is getting made here. Boy, this place is just dead quiet right now. Just yep. Didn't know a coin flip was that important, right? <laughs> well, it could be. <laughs> Again, two more games coming our way this afternoon. There's the coin flip. Looks like New Salem Almont won the toss. Well, let's and see basically, here. they'll keep it on one end of the field right. as well. They will not switch from one side to the next. They'll just basically. Uh, won the toss. First. Okay, so Cavalier won it. They're going on defense. And there's probably some strategy as well. Oh, yeah. Do you want to take? Do you want to take the ball first? Do you want to play defense first or not? And I think they're so now, now, here's the best part. Here comes the wave of fans now. Everybody kind of will start shifting towards because we're going to be working towards the uh, north end zone here in the Fargo Dome. It's not like you know. It's not like you got a game with a parking lot there where you're basically you know, <laughs> you know, you parked your car in one end. You can walk the sidelines. It doesn't quite work that way at the Fargo Dome. It's not like you're playing in Cavalier or New Salem. Right. You can run from one end of the field yeah. to the other. I take it back. I saw a few fans leave well, and kind of make few, their way yes. in heading, but now it looks like everybody else. You know, I'm pretty comfortable. I think I'm going to stay right yeah, here. I've been settled in here for about three, four hours. I'm good. Yeah. All right. There so Cavaliers starting on defense, first and ten, or first and goal from the ten yard line. Yep. They're untimed downs. The individual stats do count. So Wolding brings them up from the ten yard line. Ball play center of the field. Norton and Mayer, your two running backs. Alongside of Wolding. Wolding's going to keep on first down. Carries inside the 10. Works his way to the 6-yard line. Ethan Longteen there on the stop. 5'11", 250. He's a junior on the tackle for Cavalier. He is up over 100 yards now on officially 24 for 102. We are tied at 20 in overtime. First possession of overtime. Second and goal from the six. Out of the shotgun again. Wolding going to hand off this time. Norton to the five-yard line. Works his way inside. Can't quite get the... No! He reaches across and he's in. Brock Norton. How about that for second effort? He was stopped at the three-yard line and worked his way through. Reached across the goal line and he's in for the touchdown. Yeah, that hole was there, and it looked like it was going to close. As he cut back at the right hash, it was met by two, and then a third defender. Carter had a chance to finish him off, but kept his legs moving and powered his way across the goal line. For the so Brock Norton goes in from six yards out. 26-20 our score. Now they're going for two. So two-point try. Basically, that's what it's going to come down to is whether you can get your conversions or not. Whistle. Timeout being called by the Holsteins. We'll take a short break as well. West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center sponsor our timeouts. Little things make the difference. 
We're in overtime, 26-20. Holstein's trying to tack on the two-point conversion. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan. The Dakota Bowl, nine-man championship. Two-point conversion attempt coming for the Holsteins. New Salem, Almont. Here's Walding. Chase out of the pocket, throws. Two-point is good. Ethan Wyatt-Coon, rather. Wyatt-Coon making the catch. That could be huge. 28-20, New Salem Almont leading Cavalier. Now well, just the icing on the cake there. So yeah, you do you do put pressure on Cavalier. Not only do you score, but you've got to get that two-point try. So they use those tight ends. They've been able to pick and choose to use those tight ends. And they find the big target in Kuhn as well. So now up to the Tornadoes to try and get a, an answer back. Second consecutive two-point conversion for Wyatt Kuhn. And now Cavalier, first and 10, or first and goal from the 10-yard line, working towards that north goal. Led the majority of this game until the closing moments of the fourth quarter. And here they are, in overtime, needing a touchdown and a two-point to tie it up. Enerson pitching to Jacob Steele. Jacob Steele inside the 10. Works his way to the five-yard line. Strong run on first down. First time we've really seen Steele carry from that spot today. Yep, four carries, four yards. And I believe that's his first of the second half and into the overtimes here. So just a toss play. As he got hit at the seven and able to fall forward. And again, when you only need ten yards, getting those extra two means a lot. Ball spotted just inside the five-yard line on the right hash. Second down. Enerson out of the shotgun. Steele the lone setback. Enerson going to pitch to Steele. Works his way inside. He's hit hard at the four. Wyatt Kuhn on the stop. Brings up a third down. Tried to cut it back inside, but they able to take the basically the edge away from him. Kind of forced him back in right into the middle. Of that big physical front for the Holsteins. Holsteins have been big here. On some big third down stops. They've got another one coming here. Anderson out of the shotgun. Steal the lone setback. Working to the right. Now looking to throw. Rolling. Throws. End zone. Caught. Touchdown. Anderson again. Anderson one more time. Zach Anderson second score of the day. So a five-yard touchdown toss. Enerson finding Zach Anderson. No pressure here. No pressure here. Two point to tie it. Can the Holsteins hold on here? If they knock it down, they're state champs. Two point coming. Enerson out of the shotgun. Tight set. Enerson rolling right. Now looking. Now in trouble. Now throws. End zone. It's incomplete. And it's over. In overtime, New Salem, Omont, the Holsteins, 28, and Cavalier, 26. New Salem, Omont, the Holsteins are your nine-man champions in North Dakota. You go back a year ago, Bob, in the semifinals. It was Cavalier winning in overtime, and here, a little over a year later, they get that two-point stop. Enerson had a defender hanging on him. 
Tornadoes hoping, pleading for an interference call they didn't get, but again, they got pressure on Ederson. Forced him to hold the ball maybe a little too long. Forced a hurried pass and incomplete. And New Salem Almont heading back home. They're going to plow their way home after over a foot of snow back in their direction here the last couple of days, and they're coming back with a first place trophy. The Holsteins trailed in this game. They trailed at the half, 14-6. to They trailed in the fourth quarter, 20-12. to They tied it up with 3.20 to go in the fourth at 20, and now come back and win it in overtime. Final score, 28-26. New Salem Almont winning the 9B championship, 28-26 over Cavalier. Our awards presentation coming up. We'll recap scoring, recap stats, do all kinds of fun things here as we move on to our Essentia Health and Titan Machinery postgame show. Back in one minute, you're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan, presented by Luther Family, Buick GMC. We are professional. Out of the shotgun again. Wolding going to hand off this time. Norton to the five-yard line. Works his way inside. Can't quite get the... No! He reaches across the fan. Brock Norton, how about that for second effort? He was stopped at the three-yard line and worked his way through. Reached across the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. That was the touchdown by Brock Norton, the two-point conversion on a five-yard pass to Zach Anderson. And uh, there you go. That's your final score in overtime. New Salem, Almont, 28 and Cavalier 26, wild one here in our 9B final here at the 30th Annual Dakota Bowl. Outstanding job. Both teams played their hearts out in this one. Just a great job all the way around. Bob Roars and Brad Anderson. Um, welcome back to our postgame show brought to you by Essentia Health and Titan Machinery. As uh, Going through the presentations of the Coach of the Year in 9B and also the Athlete of the Year in 9B. Nominees, uh, the players, the athletes are out on the field right now. Association Senior Athlete of the Year in the sport of Division 9B football as selected by the Division 9B head coaches is from Cavalier High School, Landon Carter. Landon Carter from Cavalier, your Senior Athlete of the Year. Congratulations to him. Very impressive season for that young man. State runner-up as a team, and now here he is as the senior athlete of the year in Division 9B. Now getting set for the presentation of the coach of the year in 9B. Association Coach of the Year Award in the sport of Division 9B football as selected by the Division 9B head coaches is from New Salem, Almond, Steve Kleingen. Steve Kleingen? Well, add that hardware to your collection today. You get a state championship, and you're named the, the 9B Coach of the Year. So congratulations to Steve Kleingen, the coach of the year, and Landon Carter from Cavalier, your senior athlete of the year. Well, let's recap our scoring here in this one very quickly. 8 nothing early on in that first quarter as Cavalier got a Jacob Steele uh, one-yard touchdown pass from Sterling Enerson. Two-point conversion was good. 
It was 8-0 at that point. Move on to the second quarter. Cavalier, a 56-yard touchdown pass from Sterling Anderson to Zach Anderson. Uh, the two-point field. It was 14-0 at that point. We thought we were in for a track meet with the Cavalier pulling away. But hold on a sec. Seven minutes to go in the half. Ty Wolding goes in on a four-year run, capping off a turnover off a uh, Cavalier fumble. A 40-yard drive, two-point field. It was 14-6 at the half. No scoring in the third period, and then things got wild in the fourth quarter. Ty Wolding, a six-yard touchdown run on a fourth-and-one play. Two-point failed. It was 14-12. Cavalier comes back with a touchdown. Sterling Anderson goes for 17 yards on a touchdown run. The two-point failed. It was 20-12. And then late in the fourth, New salem Almont. Brock Norton goes in from four yards out. The two-point to Wyatt Kuhn was good. It was 20-20 at that point. We go to overtime. New salem Almont. Um, goes first on offense. Brock Norton fights his way in from six yards out. The two-point to Wyatt Coon was good. It was 28-20. Zach Anderson for uh, Cavalier comes back on a five-yard uh, reception. That made it 28-26, but then the two-point failed. Huge stop on that two-point conversion, and that's how it ended. 28-26 in overtime. Uh, New Walmart, uh, New Salem, Almont. Winning 28-26 over Cavaliers. So congratulations to them, Brad Anderson. Wow, two great finishes today in the first two games. Yeah, you can't ask for much better than that. This is uh, just, you know, both matchups, two very evenly matched teams. And it certainly came down to, you know, big plays at the end. And obviously came down to overtime. But credit, the Holsteins down 14-0 early. They just stayed the course. They uh, got some stops defensively, forced some turnovers, able to grind their way back into the game where it just basically came down to 10 yards at a time in the extra session. Great session. Two more games to go here this afternoon. Uh, We've got Fargo North and Jamestown warming up on the field right now. And then to cap things off tonight, the uh, 11-AA game between Bismarck Century and um, and Shanley, looking forward to that one. Brad, want to thank you for your great effort today. Thanks for organizing all this. And when we come back on our Essential Health Titan Machinery postgame show, uh, Brad will announce our CI Sport uh, CI Sport Sport of the game, as well as a Vision Ford Lincoln top play of the game. We'll be back in two minutes. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. 